What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your best friends, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. What is shaking, Greg? It's this, it's this sweatshirt. And it's not new. I know I've seen it before. It, right? it just screams times, yeah. the word raglan. Excuse me? The fuck? I've never heard that before in my what's life. A, really? What's raglan? raglan? Raglan is a style t-shirt. Like yeah. a, a long sleeve... Uh, normally the baseball shirts are raglan. I know that's yeah. not the baseball style no, this tee, is a crew neck. but it just sound like I look at that and I just think raglan. I think sweatshirts right. like that are on the raglan section. Yeah, the they're merch. definitely in that Here's area. I'm immediately wrong. cutting in here. Let's I've go. never fucking heard raglan before. Yeah, There's a story about you, Andy Goddamn Cortez. <laughs> Hispanic Hardtop. Hispanic Hardtop, Andy Cortez. That I have been wanting to tell for about a month now. Yeah, give it but like, we've been around. Like, it's been a whole thing where there hasn't been a podcast. I was able to do this. We're going to see a movie. I think it was Detective Pikachu. Yeah, we're all at the theater. We're all hanging out, getting food, doing this whole thing. Andy, he's like, he does the Nick thing where like you can all imagine this thing. Be like, I'm going crazy, getting my big diet coke. I'm getting the you know whatever mini the, Snickers, whatever the fuck you want it to be the other day, right? But he's just usually going, I prefer the mini Twix through. by the way. But the fucking Metreon has been slacking with the restocking of the candy. I just want to say that and going through cooks. his laundry list or whatever the hell he's going to well, get. Well, no, I mentioned I mentioned that like man, you know, I, had, I didn't eat a lot today. I've been preparing yeah, for this. Smart. I'm so he's fucking skinny, ham right is now. Is this John Wick? What movie is this? He's like, I'm going fucking hard. Like I'm going crazy. Like what do you get? He's like, I'm gonna get a pickle with my yeah. popcorn. Yeah, and we all start. And me and Tim look at each other like, "Where is he gonna like, get a pickle what are you from?" Fucking talking. And he's like, "Pickles, man, they got pickles there." So I, I mean, was like, "No, I'm gonna get a pickle." Like it's a, it's a theater. <laughs> You're telling me this theater doesn't have pickles? And we're all like, "What? The Why would fuck the theater are you have talking pickles? about?" You he's weren't like, even there. You weren't even there. You told the story. It was before. cool, Greg. No, I, I told you how shocked I was. Yeah, and I reacted this. the way yeah. I'm reacting right now for the audience, That's which is Nick, I hate the most so ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> My story that I'm telling. <laughs> <laughs> you tell this or he's counting on it. All right, just, whatever. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We're all having fun. I'm like, hey, Captain Semantic, can you get over here and give you me a chance? You were there. You were You told there. the story already, no, Andy. I haven't. Not yes, on you show. have, because I know it. If not I wasn't there, show. how the fuck would I know it? Because I told you it. It's absurd that you wanted a pickle. That's all we need to do. Why do you give a fuck if I was there or not, Tim? Because it's his thing. It's me telling a story, I'm Nick. Joking. All right. I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go over there, and you tell me when I can come back and come out right. this. Get a DC, fair, big dog. Get a big DC. Jesus Christ. <laughs> As someone who's, I heard the story, like, through Slack, I think that was awesome. I was like, hey, Nick was my head, it's question marks all around. So we, we, go, Tim's talking we go on BuzzFeed, and we realize that there's articles written that are like, hey, apparently people in Texas get pickles at movie theaters. Yeah, that was and the big this shocking whole, thing. like, shock that it's like you have just been played your entire life. You well, and your no, no, no. So state. It's not just me. It's not just me. And, it's and all I, of Texas. I loved Cool Greg reacting to it. Cool Greg was like, nah, bro. He was like, he was like bro, I saw the way they reacted to you, and, like, I've been there, bro. Like, when, <laughs> I've been there, like, I've mentioned, I've taught, like, the look that they had in their eyes, like, I've seen them look at me that way when I mentioned shit, and, like, I felt you right there, bro. <laughs> but it's true, because, like, in Texas, you just, like, people would even sneak in pickles. Like, okay. back, back home, there was this girl, I'm not going to name her name, but she would always fucking sneak in Where she pickles in her purse. Okay. And, like, would always bust it out. And we always made this joke that, like, 
you know, she would always like, oh, can I have some pickles? You're like, and it's like, I fucking keep it, dog. Like, I don't want to, you know. Anyway, but people would sneak in pickles and eat pickles at theaters. Uh, and Even though they, they them sell there. them there. Yeah. Okay. And, but here's the my question. Here's my question. Yeah, yeah. This is where I, I get into my questions. As a man who loves a good pickle. Yeah. Well known. Well documented. Is it like I'm going to the deli and there's the giant plastic bin of pickles with the white top you screw off and somebody's picking one out with a fork hopefully or tongs or something? Yeah, it's tongs hopefully. and they put them in a uh, a little like paper Wax paper sack. sleeve. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the brand is like, uh, it, there's a little there's a little girl in Mouth's the logo. Water. Huh? Mouth, my mouth is water. Mouth I'm thinking about water, a giant yeah. fucking dill pickle uh, at a movie theater. Kevin, can you look up, uh, I think it's like Dixie or Dill, uh, D- Dixie... There's a brand of pickle. It's in a giant clear tub. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And you get, the, but guys, like if you've never experienced the combination of a pickle and popcorn, yeah, it's sublime. That sounds good. It's really good. You got the dude. salt of the popcorn uh-huh, and then the, the brine of the pickle. That like, sour. The what? And brine. Ooh. And sometimes people, what they do, sometimes they like carve out like a little scoop in the pickle and Whoa, put popcorn the in there and you get it all together. That's awesome. It's fantastic. I've never dude. heard of that either. That's awesome. A Dixie. Oh, Dixie. It's called Dixie. <laughs> Oh, that's a pickle dilly. Yeah, uh, that's. <laughs> oh, that's a pickle. Dilly. No, pickle piccadillies are like all the raspas you see on top. Google uh, Dixie. I, I believe it's called no, Dixie. Are you seeing this one? That's awesome. Show Show people. That's we're really at the Texas Rangers Stadium, and it looks like they hollow out a pickle. They put a hot dog in it, and then they <laughs> they make a corn dog out of but it. So the, thing, so the thing is, I feel Dilly like dog. I'm fucking crazy. But I'm then sure. I realize I'm surrounded by everybody who's kind of grown up in California. So I, maybe it's just a California thing, right? No. Oh, okay, sorry. So then I Google... There you go. There you go. Dixie Pixels. Let's get... Uh, there we go. Adele oh, Dixie. There she is. A little girl. Yeah, yeah. So that's how they look. Yeah. Um, and even my dad will buy pickles when we like watch movies at home. He's sure. like, it's you know, oh, you put on this movie, get the, uh, do some popcorn or whatever. Um, and so I, <laughs> the first thing I do is Google like uh, Texas pickles movie theaters yeah and like the first two articles are like apparently people in texas <laughs> eat pickles with their, <laughs> at the movie theaters and i'm like fuck i am the crazy one but then i put out the tweet i tweet out that i'm like just shocked by this news and i get several replies from people like no they have pickles in my theater over here i'm in massachusetts we have pickles here i'm in wherever we're we have- lying to, to, like, no they're not kevin they're not <clears throat> what no I, I i it's a it's an interesting dilemma is all it is. Yeah. And I just can't. I, I wonder. They must be going in Massachusetts. They're going to like the small theater, I would assume, right? AMC is a chain, right? Regal Cinema. They're not having fucking pickles out there in a giant jar. That's too much work. It's, it's, yeah. it's a Cinemark thing back home. Oh. I don't know if I've seen pickles at because there's a, a Carmike theater. I don't know who owns Carmike, but Carmike has a uh, Stimulus Tuesdays. Really, really okay. cheap. Yeah. And so I don't know if uh, I don't know if um, Cinemark. I only know if Cinemark having the pickles. Only I don't know Cinemark. if AMC has them, yeah. Well, Cinemark, that helps. That starts narrowing it down. Because yeah. are there Cinemarks even around here? Cinemarks? Yes, yeah. the, uh, so the, the Daily City one. But the, do they, sell, they don't sell pickles. Oh, I don't We've know. have never seen a pickle there, know. right? Kevin, you'd know, right? Uh, they, yeah, totally, 100%. If they'd have a pickle there at Daily City, you'd know. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. 100%. Yeah, they don't have a pickle there. But then I saw like <laughs> the replies like Luis, Luis Medina <laughs> from pickle. Let's Play was like, Fucking get pickles out of my movie theaters. What the fuck's wrong with you? I was like, no. Because he recently moved to Texas from, he's from New York. So he's lived now in LA experiencing forever. Now he's like, whoa, there's pickles here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and so I w- it, it just threw me for a loop. Because, I'm not against it. I would love to try a pickle yeah. in a movie theater. But the, the, when I I'm ma- saying we sneak him in. Right. But it the funniest right, thing it was though, like, nobody knew who was punking each other. 
Like I mentioned, it I felt when he, when he brought it up, we're all like, you "He's fucking with us." They gave me a look, and you're us. like, "You're you're fucking crazy." And I was like, "Wait, you're fucking crazy." Like, what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? There's no pickles here. Is like, and then it hit me like, "Oh my god." I've never seen a pickle here. Like, it was one of those, like, a movie moment. Like, holy shit. Like, Bruce Willis has been dead the whole time. See, I, just, I dig the fact that they're in the giant jar. Yeah. Because have you ever had the pickle that comes in its own individual package sleeve? No. It's not as good. <laughs> oh, you mean in this little plastic? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a pickle, and you got oh, a deli, even, and they'll give you one. Like, like salami, kind of? Where they're no, in those the, things where you have to peel it back? Yeah, they're like yeah, in a Ziploc exactly. bag yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they had those at WrestleMania, I think, in Royal Rumble. Oh, did they? I'm pretty <laughs> sure. There's a pickle store at your house? It's We've told the stories. But pickles have just been a recurring thing in, in our lives. Of, just of course. Anyway, yeah, just, yeah that's, that the pickle juice. I was just shocked by this, and uh, I was like just, I was very stunned. Huh. To find out Betrayed how alone I was. Home. Sure. Yeah. Well, now next time I'm in Texas, I want to go to the theater and get a pickle. But what you got to do, Greg, you, yeah. you do popcorn at home? Okay. I did last night. All right. Watch so, Chernobyl. I, I got like a blockbuster Chernobyl episode. Eat some popcorn. I gotta say, man, like get yourself a pickle at a store. Like, oh, I got, I got a jar of pickles. E- in them. E- Cloth, okay. and I'm all set. I'm good. Yeah, you got. Dude, the combination is really good, and I, I just can't imagine that nobody. It's like, there. It's like going somewhere, being like, oh yeah, like uh, cheese and chips, like nachos, and people being like, what are you, what talking, are you talking about? about? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, those things are so synonymous to me. Like, sure. Popcorn and pickles are such a. A, a brother sister combination, sure. yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Caught. All right, cool. know. Nick, come on back. Yeah, we got more movie theater stories. I know you have some too, because this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week for best friends gather around this table, each coming to talk about their lives and pickles. If you like that. Be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns. Be a part of the show. Take care of us. Get everything early. Get everything ad free. Get everything days in advance, weeks in advance, months in advance. Please come of course right now. If you gave us one buck, you could go over and get the entire sec- next season of nicknames, the entire oh, next right. season of Oreo Oration. I'm going to make thumbnails for that. Before it goes up on <laughs> YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Of course, like I said, you get this show, the kind of funny podcast, early, ad free. Pre and post shows included. You can watch us record it live like so many people are now. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. You can get the show each and every Friday on YouTube.com slash kind of funny podcast services and roosterteeth.com. However, no pre-show, no post show, and you got to sit through ads. So suck it up, buttercup. Um, thank you to Patreon producers, Bert Meg. That's right. Mark Stavar. Mark Star. Starvagi. Starvagi. Uh, Kieran O'Donnell. I remember that too, and he, I think then he complimented me on doing the name right, and then yeah, today right. it's just not happened. Yeah. Uh, Kieran O'Donnell, uh, DJ Kento, and Sam Davis. Today we're brought to you by Upstart and Green Chef, but I'll tell you more about that later. For now, I'm just gonna learn about Green Chef. Huh? You okay? Was did you go over there? You do you want to tell your side of the story now? No, I don't have a side of the story. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to say I was listening to all 15 minutes of the riveting pickle conversation, and uh, it was good. Okay, Who okay. was the editor at the, at IGN that had that pickle in the bag for the longest time? I want to say that w- I, I, say I thought was, the guides team had it. I thought so it would have been like Mark Ryan's Sally, yeah. wasn't it? Was it? It might have been Nick's. I think it was disgusting. Yeah, they had a one in there, and I remember they got, got punctured at some that, point yeah, or something. And then it started going bad from the inside out. Yeah, it was yeah, not you know good. A bad bagged pickle going bad. It was there, not you know good. I mean, not how you want to live your life. It's true. Tim. Yes. I think the one thing I've heard everybody say to you today is you're not as sunburned as they thought you'd be. I can't believe it. I don't know how that happened. You spent a week in Florida with me. I did. We did full sail. We yes. went down there. We did the Hall of Fame stuff. Did it all. Then you stayed late. You went to Disney World with the one James Burke. Yeah. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Three days there. Start to finish. How much you walk? Uh, oh, God. I don't know. I don't track the stuff, but like 
a lot. Yeah. Because I mean, we were there. It is 400 steps. 8 a.m. till midnight every day. So it's a lot Jesus of time. Pretty much not stop walking. We did it all. Did it all. But uh, do you want to start with the theater stories, though? Yeah, sure. Business? Wait, no. like, Nick, you Nick, Nick had a theater really disgusting well, yeah. theater story. Barrett fucked me. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> We're going to start off with Barrett. No, he, he fucked us, dude. Fucking <laughs> us. Okay. We had a plan to go see John Wick 3. Thank Parabellum you. Turn off the mic. Saturday. I don't want to hear this fucking On Saturday. But and he, I go, such a good shirt and, and uh, Barrett goes, hey, I got a buddy in town. I can't see it. But Barrett did the right thing. He stayed checked in for the ticket so that I, we could have I the free seat. I stayed checked in because I, I know Nick always has like problems with people sitting next to him. So right. I wanted to make sure, hey, if I keep this ticket like in check, no one will sit here. Right. And so as far as I knew, this was going to be the so perfect plan. So you were helping gift, him out. You did to my buddy Nick. The right thing. But you, what you did, what you failed to account He's for there. was the lawlessness of the Metreon. There is no one checking anything, and there was not one, not two, but three homeless people in our theater that were just theater hopping the entire time, because I guess that's better than staying outside. Get in, We get in there, me and Andy are there. I look down, and there's a guy in my seat. I said, excuse me, sir, I think you're in my seat. He gives me, immediately starts giving me shit. Like, he just uh, looked at you for like 30 seconds. He just stared at me, and I was like, Wait, so you saw you're this? in? Oh, yes. yeah, Andy was there. Jesus. I'm like, sir, you're in my seat. And the guy looked at the seat next to me and goes, Ugh, and just gets up and sits down next to me. I sit down next to him, and the first thing that, I, that hits me is the smell. There's a smell factor that is just, and I'm like, uh, so I'm like, don't complain, just relax. It's John Wick, who cares? I'm like, I have like soap on my hands. I'm like smelling my hand, <laughs> just trying to keep it away. And then it gets to a certain point, like right after the previous, I was like, I, I leaned over to Annie. I was, I gotta go. I this come back is, after peeing. Yeah, yeah. I, I sit like, down. This and guy like, is. I'm piecing out. <laughs> I gotta go. I don't like. I'm like, this guy's sitting in the seat. I don't want to go get. I don't want to call the, the theater management and have some fucking 16 year old kid come over and tell this guy he can't sit here. There's plenty of seats in the theater. I'm just gonna go pick another seat. Then I became the thing that I hate. Oh no! Because I sat in someone else's seat. They came 10 minutes oh, after the God. movie started and were like, "Hey, you're in our seat." And I'm like, "It's ten, we're 10 minutes into the movie. <laughs> Fine." Me and this other homeless person got up and left. <laughs> because it turns out she was also in their seat. I was like, "What? Are you guys just plants what in this theater?" They weren't, even, oh my God. they weren't even homeless people. They were just like you, Nick. Oh, they were yeah. just all moving around. No, but I mean, like this, this person had bags and stuff. There was a hole. The bring roll. So finally, I was just like, "Screw it! I just want to watch this movie." I went and sat in like the front row, and and ended up just eating my bites. But. <laughs> But then what happens is I was like, oh, at least Andy's enjoying this movie. <laughs> at least it's fine. The entire time, by the way, I'm hearing somebody in the theater laugh hysterically at points in John Wick 3 that are not humorous. There's a point in the movie. It's a little bit of a eh, not really a spoiler, but there's a point where they go to uh, this like Russian ballet house and you see this beautiful ballerina on stage. But it's like this kind of fucked up image because she's tatted up and bleeding because she's been dancing for so long. And that's like one of the assassins like that's their specific clan. And the second we see her, I just it's dead silent. The theater. <laughs> <laughs> and the couple next to me is like, at the start of the movie, this is going on nonstop. nonstop. During quiet parts, during cool parts, during parts where you should kind of laugh. Like, you know, during uh, the, there's a really crazy knife fight that while I'm watching, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm kind of talking to myself, but it's fucking loud. Who cares, right? But d even during the quietest of parts where a line of dialogue is just said and it's a very serious moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was and the couple, the woman like next to me looks like leans towards her boyfriend. And is like, why is he laughing? Like I don't fucking know. I don't know. And th that happens the whole movie where I just hear them react to him laughing, 
And at the end of the movie, I got up and I was like, "That's a real fucking funny movie, right, guys?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh my god, are you kidding?" It was so it's, annoying. It's one dude. of those things to the point where I am now thinking, like, legitimately, if it's a movie that I really want to see, if I don't have to see it for work, I'm going to Alamo because they te- they they literally walk over and go, "Let me see your tickets." And that they Metreon needs to start doing that because if you remember an Endgame, there's a guy that came and was like, "Hey, is that seat taken?" I'm yeah. like, "Every seat's taken, bro." Like. We, they're reserved seats. So if you're asking, is that seat taken? You, you did not buy a movie. You didn't buy a ticket to this theater. And you are going to be the guy that sits there and annoys the shit out of me because you have zero respect for anyone because you just thought, I'm going to walk into this theater right now and just pick a random fucking seat. So it is I, annoying. I made the right choice in not going to see no. this movie. Had you gone, you would have taken that chair. You would have solved the problem. And the guy would not have, I would no, have been like, God, you got to No, because then he would have sat next to me. No, no. there was no one no. else. Uh, there was literally two seats. There's yeah. three seats open. Me and Andy filled two of them. And your cute little hiney would have been in that third one. Way to go, Barrett. And it just almost ruined the movie for now. Speaking volumes, how good this, John Wayne Free was, I still enjoyed the it. shit out of it. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. We had the same experience that you had with Aladdin yesterday. There was just one guy that was just laughing and clapping at everything. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. No one else is having this response. I get it. If you're, it's Avengers and it's opening night, or even if it's fucking a week in and people are like clapping at the like hype moments. But this it's, is fucking Aladdin, bro. I don't know. It's a weird thing where I feel like if everybody would have been like, I feel like everybody would have been on it. I would have been much more totally. cool with it. But the fact that one it's person one was guy. singled out. But it's also not that kind of. I mean, like there were yeah. moments in John Wick where people, where the crowd audibly was like, "Whoa, fuck!" Like yeah. they were. Fu- it's such a fun movie. But this guy was just not there. There's he was a, there's just a, not there. There's a great moment where. Like I think him doing it was kind of ruining the movie for me. Yeah, that'll happen. Where there was a there's a moment where John Wick is gonna get revenge, and they're like, he's like, well, what sort of resources do I have at my disposal? And they're like, oh, whatever you want, go in there. And they're like, what do you need? He goes, guns, a lot of guns. And it's a moment where, like, in my heart, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go, dog. And then I hear this guy go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you ruined that for me. Like yeah. this moment is less you know cool because of you, dude. Yeah. Oh, it was so fucking annoying, dude. Yeah, it was. It was. And uh, we were close to like kicking him out. I was close. Should to, have like, been an adult. Either one, he got up and gone, told somebody, do or yelled at him. And luckily, I wasn't sitting right next to him because it was you left, so that seat was left empty. But I was getting a bit of the whiff. Like I was getting a bit it of the smell, kind of wafting towards me. But like that, if I had like a pickle, I would have smelled pickle the whole time. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That yeah. solved yeah. everything. Yeah. You would then you would have been the guy. It fucking yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't. Th- it didn't ruin the movie experience for me completely, but there were moments that I would have loved a lot more had this gentleman not been there. I yeah. it. Yeah. And and I and I thought like I did think about going over and getting someone, but then I was like, this is gonna. Then it's just gonna annoy because the guy wasn't there. You know, like I don't mean like sitting there. I mean like he wasn't all there up, up yeah, top. Yeah, for sure. And so I just was like, I don't. Is it? Is it? Should I just? If he's only bothering me, should I just get up and go move? Really bother the entire place? Well, I didn't realize that you was going to be the here. case. Also, you could have been here. I'm sorry. I, I just walked in, but I, quick question is, uh, why didn't you guys tell him initially? Like, oh hey, my friend's coming late. Like that's his seat. Uh, because I didn't know that Barrett. That I didn't know that was Barrett's seat. It didn't occur to me till afterward mm. that that was supposed to be where Barrett sat. Because I was like. It's like after the movie, I was like, wait, were, they, were we the only ones in the theater? Because now yeah. we're booking tickets and everyone's sitting all over the place. And you were like, no, uh, Barrett was supposed to be here. And I was like, Barrett. Like, <laughs> he fucked us. Gotcha. He could have been there. And by the way, they were the perfect seats. They were like, it wasn't Dolby. But they were like smack dab in the middle of the theater. I like to be right in the middle. Oh, yeah. And the Me, and it was the three. And we could have been just the like, sound. oh, that's so cool. It was so great. cool. Pass but instead. Ah, and pick ah, us back and forth. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, we got the guy from fucking Thriller. 
That's what it reminded me. That's, ex- that's exactly what it reminded me God, of. It was, it was such bad, bullshit, dude. It was so bad. But, but and then we get the craziest parking attendant. Oh. <laughs> no, before that. So before that, like I said, this is how pathetic I was in this movie because I like to. I don't like seeing movies by myself. Like I just I like to have someone next to me that I could share the thing with. So I sat next to this other guy, and I was like, "Hey, that was great, huh?" And he just was like, "I'm Stop not talking like, to me. Don't be the crazy person sitting next to me, guy." I'm like <laughs> passing down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then we go, we get, we go to pull out of the Metreon, and none of the ticketing things are working. Oh no! And the and this guy comes out of nowhere and is like, "Did you put it in right?" And I'm like, yeah, man, I put it in right. He was he like goes, an NPC that hadn't loaded yet. Yeah. Like suddenly he was just there. <laughs> but he was standing really close to my car and really close to my window. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll put it in again. It didn't work. And then, by the way, there's you know how there's three lanes of people trying to get out? Everyone was having the problem. But this guy's saying, like, I didn't put the thing in right. I'm like, no, sir, I think your ticketing booth is, like, the ticket stands are fucked up. And the guy's like, they're not, man. You're just not putting them in right. And then finally he radios into someone. The guy gets back to him and all three of the lanes open. But I'm like, hey, could you do me like I was looking in my rearview mirror and I saw his ass was about a half an inch away from my fender. And I'm like, hey, can you step back from my car? I don't want to hit you. And the guy's like, you're, you'll make it, man. You're fine. And I look at Andy and Andy's like, just go. <laughs> and he's like, just hit him. Okay? I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but there's a the moment bad. where he was like, uh, he's like, put the ticket in. Went in. Error. Comes back out, and Nick pulls out. He's like, "Yeah, you got to leave it in there so I can see what the error says, sir." And it's like, "Oh, you! F- I just wanted to fucking run this guy over." Uh, <laughs> it was bad. It was back bad. Into you. Yeah. And as I, it was one of those things where I drove away. I'm like, I'm very proud of myself for keeping my cool in all these situations. Uh, and then you also mentioned, man, all this shitty stuff. And all I came away with that night thing was like, John Wick is awesome. Fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's there's, a testament dude, to yeah, the movie. Seriously, dude. There's, a cu- there's one scene specifically in John Wick, and anyone who's it's like maybe like 25 minutes into the movie. Where that is just such a fun, clever moment, and like I don't, uh, don't want to spoil it for you guys. You, you just got to see it. You have to there's watch lots it, of man. really cool things they do that very much feel. Someone said it felt like Metal Gear, and it's. Yeah. I think that's that's close with some of the characterizations, but they're but there's they have so much fun with this action genre. The lore is so, so cool. goofy, like it's so over the top. None of this is realistic, but it's awesome. Like it's an action movie, kind of set in a weird fantasy world that. Yeah. It's like cool. not not fantasy with like elves yeah, or anything like that, but like the no, it's like yeah, yeah they, they've built this like weird world and now they're playing it. They it's super rules. fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. really cool. It's it's very much it reminds you a lot of Kill Bill. Yeah, like these weird factions yes, of it's groups exactly that like, like would never exist in the real world. Except yeah. take out all the talky talky parts and put in parts where people just throw knives at where each other a, for a, like a an knife hour. Goes into an eyeball. Yes, fucking horrible. Too much eyeball stuff happening in movies lately. Oh, this one. Wait for There's this a one. nail part in this movie. <laughs> no, no thanks. A whole nail just gets ripped off. Yeah. I saw Brightburn last night. I, I was not expecting nails. the gore or the yep, like the as intense as that was. Kevin, you saw Brightburn, right? Brightburn, right? Yeah. yeah. You and Joe saw it together, right? Yeah. Uh Tim. I had a similar experience of I'm shocked that I still enjoyed Aladdin as much as I did, given the experience I had five minutes before seeing Aladdin. Oh, no. This is, but it I, wasn't in the theater. No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. I was on the train on the way to the theater. Um I've lived in San Francisco thirty years of my life. And I've seen some tussles. I've seen some fights. I've seen some shit. I ain't never seen some shit like this. Get on the train. You ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> there you fucking go. I am one stop away from getting off downtown to walk the one and a half blocks to get to the theater. And I have my earphones in. I'm listening to a little T-Swift. It's just kind of bopping yeah. off, right? It's me. And uh, me? I was listening to me. Nice. Yes. Great and jam. Not a great jam. I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to have it win me over. I'm fine with Frog. the verses, the chorus. It is. It's. 
Ice Age is bad, outright no, bad. No, what are your thoughts on no. this? I've never heard this song. The new Taylor Swift song? Never heard it. With the Panic of the Disco singer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's whatever. I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't love it. Love the verse. Music video is cool. Anyways, this song's blasting in my ears. I'm just trying to like have a good time. It's a very uplifting, positive song, right? Meanwhile, That's I see this, this white dude get on the train. And now, SF trains, pretty narrow. There's like seats. Everyone's really scrunched together. This is it old Muni or new Muni? Uh, I, I don't remember. I don't know. One of the trains. If you were um, new here, were you know. looking straight at? Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. I don't know, but I, I, I was like in the thing where someone was sitting next to me and I was against the window. So I couldn't get out day in my cool. life. if I tried. Um, That's an old train. So this white dude gets on the train, face tats everywhere, skinhead looking dude, right? Um, Could you take him? No, I, I can take very few people uh, in my life. <laughs> can but, you take uh, Andy? This, no, yeah, uh, yeah, debatably. So. Yeah. Andy's the, like, one of the debatable <laughs> ones in this office. Sure. Um, but I, I see this guy get on with a pit bull. Yeah. And immediately I'm like, fucking San Francisco liberals. Like, this is all, <laughs> like, we're fine. To just, I guess you can bring a goddamn pit bull on this train. That's yeah. totally safe and cool for everybody's just comfort, right? Yeah. Um, but I see this, this happen, and uh, he gets on at Castro Station, uh, which has some implications. There's usually a lot of clientele uh, getting on the train around the stop that are gay. Yeah. And that's San Francisco. Yeah. So this guy gets on and says, all right, cool. He's there with the pit bull. The, uh, they walk on and then they hit this black dude. Um, maybe this, the white guy, 45. Black dude, almost 60, right? Okay. Looks very cracked out of his mind. Seems like he's not there. Great. Immediately, there's going to be some issues. This pit bull kind of hits the black dude in the leg as it's walking by. Not like anything crazy, just like a little like brush. Like the tail or? Like just, just, just kind of like okay. walking and just kind of like bumps into him. The black dude loses his shit. The pit bull turns and, around like, and, what's up, though? <laughs> and, and starts yelling at the, the other guy and just like it turns really crazy really fast to them just yelling back and forth. And I'm listening to Taylor Swift, like still just like, great. This is what Muni is. This is mm-hmm. what trains are, whatever. Um, but then I noticed that everyone starts reacting a lot more intensely than I was. So I pause it and I start hearing what's being said. And it's a lot of slurs, a lot of back and forth, right. the, the bad F word, lots of shit. And I'm like, ooh, this is not a good place to be. Everyone starts putting their legs up because they're worried about this dog. And that's such a liberal guy. Right. Then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my, that was, uh, there was a lot of shit. But anyway, the do- like everyone's like freaking out. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this sucks. I hope this doesn't turn into like a goddamn war because we're all going to be casualties of this. To the Pitbull's credit, not on the offense at all, totally on the defense. Went straight back to its master and was kind of just like, don't fuck with me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, just yeah, trying yeah. to try and. Wish uh, number three. Dog starts barking, though. And it's yeah. just like freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, it's getting riled up. And it got, it was so scary. Like, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. Like, I was, it hit a point where I'm like, this is it. Like, something's no, going to get fucked that up. That sounds really dangerous because you're in an enclosed space with two people who are going to fight and cool. a dog that may or may not start biting people. And I, I don't mean that because I know those, that the pit bulls have that unfair stigma of, of being like overly crazy, but like a dog in a, any dog that's big in a confined space with his master being in trouble, that's going to be a dangerous Portella situation. Or tell fuck you up. Doesn't exactly. Need to be a big dog. And I, I feel, feel like, like he's way bigger than Yes. I feel like you're worried about like a like a magic car. Like it's gonna turn into a Gyarados. Holy shit! Like oh my god, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. dude. So the girl next to me, perfect. like, ducks her head down into the seat and puts her hands over her head and like curls up into a ball. And I was like, whoa, holy shit! Like she's really fucking scared. It's not a good thing. Burst into tears and is just like freaking the fuck out for her safety. She's right next to the 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 dude that was yelling at the guy with the dog. Oh, Gio wasn't with you. No, no, no. Okay. It's just me. And like, dude, he was real, real talk. To protect like, if so. I was the girl, 
the guy was this close to me. Oh, God. They were screaming, and I'm right next to her. And then the guy pulls out a fucking box cutter. Oh, that's not good. And I'm like, we now have this crazy guy with a box cutter and this crazy guy with a pit bull. Everyone's yelling horrible things at each other. And I'm I'll just still like, take the pit bull this is the fight. way this all fucking ends. No, totally. I'll like, take that pit bull in that fight, 100%. I was so scared, though, because the pit bull, they're backed against the wall. Yeah, the no, that's so not it's like a good thing. We were in a very, oh, okay. very small enclosed space here. And I was like, this is fucking horrible. Train's moving, so it's, there's nothing we can do. Can't jump off, yeah. Everyone's yelling. Everyone's going crazy. Hella people are jumping over seats to get away from this. And I'm just like, and this girl next to me is just like down. The guy was starts swinging this box Jesus. cutter. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. And I was like, holy fuck. I was freaking out. It was straight up fight or flight. And I grabbed the girl next to me and I pull her close to me because she would have straight up been cut. Like so that was how close. And he's just like flailing this thing around. She didn't even realize he had a box cutter out. Wait, she put who has the box down. cutter again? The black dog guy? Dude. Black guy. Okay. Yeah. So it's box cutter versus dog. Pitbull, yeah. Wow. Right. And so I pull this girl. She's bawling. And the moment he moves forward a bit, I grab her. I'm like, run. And she runs off. I get up. I fucking run after. The, we stop. We get off at the station. The black dude comes at the guy with the box cutter, just flailing this thing around. They run, or the guy with the dog runs off of the train. So at that point, I'm like, Phew. all right, we're safe. Time to like, see Aladdin. Time, yeah, time to, yeah, exactly. Time <laughs> yes, to see Aladdin. Problem solved. <laughs> start, <laughs> I start, All's well, this ends. Well, this ends. <laughs> I start walking to the escalator, and everyone's, I'm shaking, man. Like, I was, yeah. like, I've never been in a situation that tense and, like, that close. Um, and with that much just, like, fucking macho energy and testosterone and pit bulls. And as we're walking, the, um, so the, the, the dude with the box cutter is still on the train. He, like, goes away. I don't fucking know. The white guy with the pit bull pissed and just so riled up in the subway station starts just yelling the most horrible things the bad f word the n word like every combination that like i was like i've never heard a human being speak this way like it was vile it was bad it was angry meanwhile group of black dudes starts walking down the stairs oh my god hear him they're like what the fuck what the fuck and he just starts yelling at them that's a bad move they just fucking get on this guy, just start beating the living fuck out of him. Jesus Christ. The dog just starts running around, and that was the moment I'm like, I'm gone. Like, I just fucking left. Like, I got on the escalator. I don't know how that ended. I don't know, whatever. But it was like, that all just kept getting ratcheted up to the point that I'm like, the dog is now off a leash. <laughs> like, I'm out. We have a pit bull running around. Seriously, what, Powell man. Station? Powell fucking yeah. station. Oh, that's it was, not good at It was all. insane. And then, yeah, I, I ran into Greg, like, literally three minutes later. Don't they have one? And of I could tell he was shaking, but he still had two hot dogs. And so I was like, all right, Jen, you talk That's to him. I'm going to get come the water. In that situation, you got two hot dogs. I have food that day. The second that you mentioned, uh, we you weren't shaving. I, I, I rode the train to go. How do you? I was about to ask, like, how do you ride one of them trains? Because I just out of interest, but now I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 30 years. Did it never have that experience? Did it not have a safety thing that you pull on the chain like the buses have? That no. fucking those aren't bullshit. Those, you, those you pull the chain to say you need to stop. There's an emergency button to call a conductor. I've told this story, I think, before on the podcast. That time yeah. I saw the dude get in a fight with the other dude on the thing and throw a sandwich across the way. And, like, the dude tried to call 911 in the tunnel. And he's like, we're in a fucking tunnel. We're not going to get a signal out. And, like, yeah, they're going to fucking kill this guy. And, and uh, we were in a tunnel. They hit the button. And then space, it was like, no one three, can hear you scream. Three stops later, the conductor's like, oh, what's going on back there? We're like, there was a guy about to get murdered, but everybody got off the train. It's fine now. Just take us to work, please. Yeah, he might still be on the train, but good luck with that one, sir. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. It was fucking crazy though, and it just goes to show, like this dude, I would have never thought had a box cutter on him. No, that's why you don't. That's why you know, don't fuck with people. Yeah, you do the right thing. You, people, you left man. the train. The, the train. Trying to take yeah, someone down yeah, with exactly. a very sharp knife is a bad idea. Oh yeah, that's a bad idea. 
But like, you know, if you can't de-escalate a situation like that, you got to get the fuck out of there. That's just what you got to do. So smart man. Yeah, but man, like that whole thing was so fucking scary. And it's just. I just don't trust any situation there. Don't also don't bring your goddamn pit bull on it. I think sure. yeah, yeah. don't even bring porting on the train. I think that there's just like I think that this city is so dense and there's so many people and we're all just on top of each other that they're just little powder kegs waiting to go off in this in these types of situations. Like con, like that on top of there's a gigantic mental health problem That's, in San yeah. Francisco. Like it, I just I'm surprised shit like that doesn't happen more often. It does. Because I see like, and maybe, like, I see people when I'm walking down the street. Like, I saw a guy outside of my Starbucks. Some dude ran a stop sign, and a homeless man came out of fucking nowhere and started yelling at him for how he was like, that's really irresponsible. And I'm like, I hate to agree with the guy that's yelling at you right now that lives in the streets, but you are. Really, like, why did you run that stop yeah. sign? And I'm like, why, why, why am I in this situation <laughs> at all? Why am I fucking riled up by this? It was nuts. Oh, man. I mean, I'm sorry I, you had to deal with and that. I mean, you say, you know, it's, I guess it's I, it's surprising it doesn't happen more is what you said. I think it's surprising that we don't run into it more. That's the bigger thing. It happens all the time. Sure. Jen's obsessed with the stupid citizens app. So, God, did you get her on this? Who? And it started in our group of, your fucking group of murderinos who want to know all about true crime. Fucking, oh, guess what? There's been a stabbing three yeah. blocks away. Yeah, like, citizen shit's everywhere, though. Because citizen is just, it's for the people looking for the shit. Sure. Like, they look at it, they think it's fun every time we travel and go to different cities to look at the crazy shit going on. Oh, I didn't know it was everywhere. Oh, it's everywhere. Well, oh, I don't know it's everywhere, but it's... We, Crowdsourcing. She travels and looks at it everywhere. Wow. I'm just like, you're a little monster. Wow. Yeah. Disgust me. Yeah, because it's. I, I wonder who. Oh my God. I bet if you look. I don't know if. Yeah, try to find Pitbull and Box Cutter Man. I hope someone reported the guy and he got he got arrested because you can't come at people with a box cutter. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's a that's assault with a deadly weapon. You can go to jail for a very long time for that. Yeah. You can just if he if he'd actually hit someone with that, he would be that would be bad. Yeah. That I had to run bad. through a bunch of scenarios in my head where I was like, worst case, if I had to take one of these guys on, who do I pick? Oh, you take the and box I, I just I just realized I'm dead. <laughs> so no. I was like, I guess this is it. No, you take your Put jacket off, you wrap, you wrap your jacket around your hand, and you come at him like, you have like either a, way, either the dog's <laughs> gonna bite you or the box yeah. cutter's gonna get that jacket. And you grab the girl, and you get the fuck shield. out of it. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> just put her around like like a like a mink coat, just like yeah. put her around your neck like a fox, and just start swinging her. <laughs> How big was box cutter? Limbs. Box cutter. I mean, I don't know, maybe Nick's size, and the the other guy was like probably your height, but skinny, like really skinny. Not that you're not, but like you know well, what no, I mean. Still though, I, that's I not. <laughs> the one thing that I've that I've learned in the past like two and a half years of of, of training jujitsu is that if someone is knows what they're doing and they're small, they're still gonna fuck you up. That, so like I look at people, I'm like, oh, I think it's not a science issue that up. way. I was just wondering for because like the only thing I would think in that well, situation, you're in a terrible situation, obviously pinned in against yeah, somebody yeah, you don't yeah. want to get involved. It's easy, right? you kick the box cutter out. Sure. Come well, on, I mean, the, only, the only way I would Spin think kick. about it is like, it's like the videos you see on the subway or uh, on Reddit from the subway, right? Of like, if you could get the move from behind, where once you move back away, right? Like, maybe you can grab the guy's wrist real quick and put him in a chokehold. Yeah, and that would be this, his hand against the fucking mean, thing and be like, we're not stabbing anyone. There was no again, I would not do this. In which I would have ever engaged. It was always a run. No, <laughs> no, no yeah, that's the right thing to do. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm would, not saying anything yeah. about that. I'm just saying you were like, Scenario wise, in your head, the only way I would engage that situation, unless being directly confronted, would be if I could get behind, yeah, and have the or of surprise. If you had multiple, or ride people. the dog. That's the that's the only other yeah, thing right. that you need to like. If you have two or three friends with you, you can subdue pretty much anyone at that point. But like, it's still gonna be dangerous. Oh, one you yeah, might yeah. Get cut. Who the fuck yeah. knows where that box cutter's been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I might have all sorts of bacteria and shit on it, and you're getting sick. So, 
I don't know. Tell the that's, dog, that's tell really the dog to do quick attack and then slash. And not to mention, it's like you, even that's if I, you, I, for some reason, I got involved, which I, I again, that wouldn't be my first. Like I'm gonna do this. You definitely would. If you and I no. were there, and me and with you, me and Tim are there, we're gonna be, we're 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 gonna jump out the window. <laughs> we're not we're not trying to do Pop anything. Pop that emergency. I was trying to sound super tough, out. but uh, yeah, I would. Well, no, because like, I mean, it's the, the other thing too. Of like, you can get one hand away, but what's he got in his other pocket? You know what I mean? Like, you know, what, what's his other weapon? It's like it's another story we've talked about here before. But when Jen and I were down in Powell again, because Powell, like downtown. Market Street, that's where fucking everybody's <laughs> to insane. Be, to be fair, if you knocked one box cut out of his hand and he went, another box cut, I'm like, you got me. That was real good. Got the back up box cutter. Eight box cutters. Like, Patrick's Day, like the day before or after, whatever, when we were walking over to a cocktail spot and there was a fight in front of the trolley that had stopped the trolley and it was these people brawling. I was like, in the old days, we would have sat here and watched this, but probably one of them has a gun now, so let's go. Like, I'm not going to sit here and wait for this to escalate to where. There's a fucking shooting. Yeah, God yeah. forbid. I mean, that's the thing too. Is like we 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 obviously focus rightfully so on like on guns, but some. I mean, knives. You're allowed to carry knives. That's you can just box have a knife cutters. in your fight. Well, but yeah. I mean, yeah. You can have a box cutter on you, right? Like that's not illegal. And that was a, a razor blade. will fuck you oh up. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, no way. You can, kill, with you that, can easily done. kill someone with a razor blade. Very, and and very that was easily. thing that was craziest to me is the guy with the dog was like egging him. It was some scorpion sub-zero shit. It was just like, get over people, here. Come the fuck out. I'm like, yo, get, y'all. You know, well, people I mean, get riled up. Yeah, you know, for the most part, especially if you're, as you described this man, face tattooed and everything else, I don't know if he's in the same loving relationship with his dog as I am with Pertillo. As much as he's like, yeah, fucking Daisy's going to take a few cuts here, but she's going to get you. Because that'd be the thing, right? Of like, Fucking come, and if that guy engaged, I I would imagine the Daisy dog that I've now Daisy, I've, yeah. the bulldog I've now named Daisy definitely would more like a dog to me. But move, yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's, it's fun, or whatever. Would it engage yeah. and fucking then it's doing that, and the guy's distracted, and that's when you fuck my uh, my buddy Jason. I went over to his podcast. He lives over in Oakland. He's got a pit bull, and sweet a sweet dog. But Jesus Christ, this thing's powerful. Oh yeah, like you go, it's, I mean, it's, it's big, and I it literally to the point where he goes. The, sometimes the dog will the tail. Will like take stucco off the wall if it hits sure. it, and like <laughs> it'll, yeah, it's that like that, the <laughs> tail alone is that powerful that it'll whack and it'll just leave marks on the wall. And I'm like, does the dog not feel it? And he's like, I don't think she does because it's like her tail will be bleeding, but she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, I'm excited about everything. Yeah, and I'm playing around with this dog. Like you know, I, I love dogs. I'm not afraid of any dog, no, no matter how big they are. Or I just think they're they're lovely. <laughs> I fear no man or being <laughs> cats. On the other hand, can all die in a fiery hell. Um, but. I was like, he's like, here, take a chew toy and play with her so she knows that you're like, you know, you're cool. cool. And I start playing, and this, and like, it's a yank oh, yeah. to the point where I'm like, oh, I, oh shit, we're playing like that. Like, I gotta be, I gotta get, like, I'm like, get my base down, like, trying to fucking, like, get my abs and my core engaged. This thing's, they're fucking no joke. Like, I can imagine if that dog attacked you and got, and got their, and got its, like, mouth around your neck, you'd be fucking. Oh, sure. Dead. I mean, the, the dudes on the bus with me, like around where I was, they were not like me. Like these are all big dudes that like they, I could imagine, could have took someone in this situation and they were scared shitless. Well, sure. Like, like yeah. that's not what anybody's oh, there to do. Right? Oh, yeah, of yeah, course yeah, yeah, not. Yeah. But I like even then, I like seeing like there's dudes like th- there was one guy out of there before this even like started popping off. Like he was just literally jumping over seats and shit. It was crazy, man. Smart. People could have got trampled. But like, again, it was, it's, the same, it's the same idea, right? Of like, he pulls a box cutter, you don't know if the pit bull guy's got a gun. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's not even a part of escalation, man. Yeah, exactly. You know if the pit bull has a gun? Mr. Worldwide? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if I see a pit, if I see a pit bull shooting someone with his gun, I'm like, all right. <laughs> General oh, Grievous shit comes out of me. That's so scary. That's so scary. A buddy of mine uh, dated a girl once with a, a boxer. She had a boxer dog. Sure. And this thing was like, Really cute, and it was really young, right? 
but it was still like full grown and like maybe almost a year old. Like this thing was gigantic, and I fucking hated how stoked it would be to see, to meet people because it was really strong and really big, and it would run at you and like it was really full excited. Steam, yeah. yeah, and it just wouldn't know. Like you know, big dogs a lot of the time don't know how big they are. And it a lot of it was just like the first few times I'd be like, hey, you know, I'd like you know, fucking you know, play around with it. But it was like pause first and hit their hand oh, yeah. in chest. They're like, ah, oh, fucking hurts, dude. So every time it just became that every time I would just turn my back and let my back get like fucking like I would get scratches on my back sure, yeah. and shit. And uh, I, I miss that dog, but it was just like too much, bro. <laughs> it was too much, dog. Kurt and Shari have their corgi, and I saw it yesterday for the first time in a while, and it was so stoked to see me. But corgis low to the ground, and they're just these dense little fucking sons of bitches. And like he's just running around. I swear to God, he's trying to trip me. Like he was trying to hit me in the back of the knees to get oh, yeah. me down. I'm just like, <laughs> I got you're one. trained. You know what you're doing. I'm like, you know how like Facebook is like, hey, it refers you to people. I got referred to, to Curran for like a friend. So I was like, oh, friend request Curran for sure. And then like a day later, Shari popped up. Friend request. She accepts. I look, I, I scroll through like one of her pictures because I see something. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It looked like a wig and I clicked on it. It was just the Corgi's butt as yeah. it was laying on the ground. And I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. I fucking love Corgis. It's, it's really it. cute. I absolutely love Corgis. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's We all survived terrifying. though. Good. I'm Thank glad. Thank goodness, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys survived. It's possible that someone died. We don't know. It is possible. It's possible that someone bled out in the Powell Street Station. I feel like Disney World. Joe, did you find anything? You find any pitbull stuff on Citizen? Uh, All I saw was somebody talking about a man with a knife at the Montgomery Station. Well, it was Montgomery. Okay. Oh wait. Oh, Montgomery's after Powell. There we go. So that's him. Yep. (laughs) And there wasn't like any other comments or anything like that. It was just like police were there and looking at it. Yeah. So I. But what about the guy with the dog? He's dead, probably. Anything on there? Wow. I imagine he wasn't killed. Oh, she was like, she's beat the shit cops dog. The cops would have stopped it. The moment I was up in the escalator, the cops had probably already gotten to them because there's security all over that place. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe the shit out of him. Disney World was awesome. (laughs) How was Florida Florida in general? It was great. Florida was super fun, super awesome. Full sale was was fantastic. That was incredible. That was an incredible time. Yeah. Yeah. We went there not knowing what we were getting into, I think. Like, originally, when we started talking about this opportunity, it was like, are we going there to speak? We're going to speak about kind of funny? Okay. And then you put it really well when we were on the way and we started talking about it. You're like, this is the most influencer thing we've ever done. Yeah. Where the idea is that we're just going there and then we're posting about it. Like, right? And like, we, if you, like, I, Always talk about the, you know the inside baseball stuff. If you see us tweet about it, or in general, but in, very specifically in this case, you see us tweet something that says hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored, right? Like that's part of the deal. The agreement, right, was for us to put up X number of posts or whatever. Mm-hmm. The rest of them that don't have that are just us doing this naturally. And so when we were going there, it was very much like, what are we getting? We're going for full sale Hall of Fame, the tenth anniversary Hall of Fame of uh, the, uh, in a row, the tenth Hall of Fame for them, where they honor you know students who have done awesome cool stuff and induct them into the Hall of Fame. And it was like, okay, cool. And we're just going to panels and we're just doing okay. What I understand and so when we got there and went the first day and we got there and they were opening up the fortress which is their new esports arena that was when it was like oh okay this isn't at all what i thought Not it was at all this is everybody's really into their school and this is a really cool different place and this is really so cool. full sale is a production school so it is a, a trade school where you mm-hmm. learn video production or game design or design in general or hosting script and writing stuff like that. Or yeah, hosting yeah. is it kind of like an academy of the arts yeah kind of it's school. like it an is, art institute but it's like but it's the art institute yeah. um and uh, like pretty much anything that we'd be interested in in any way like that's what they teach in if you've ever on. read like 
it was always advertised to me in every Game Informer yep. magazine yeah, yeah, yeah. where you turn to the page you want yeah. to make video games yeah, and you see Full Sail and that was like uh, Full Sail was definitely one of the schools that I had on my list of like oh I want to go learn either music production or whatever because I had a buddy of mine who went to Full Sail and then when I worked at Rooster Teeth turns out a bunch of people who work at Rooster Teeth went to Full Sail which that's makes cool sense, which is know? how this all came to be yeah. so Rooster Got Teeth it. reached out right. to us because they send people to Full Sail every year for this Hall of Fame to give panels to meet people and whatever they have a lot of alumni we're not but they're just like we think that you guys pretty much it's like the ultimate job fair where it's all these kids that are going to school for this production stuff and now they're like oh rooster teeth is a very viable option for me to work at after i graduate or kind of funny could be you know they don't realize like how small we are <laughs> jokes on no, but, but that's it's still fair though like there are lots of places like us that need people and it and also works someone. the the inverse right the other way which i think is what our power was is the fact that so many of our audience wants to do what we do wants to host wants to edit wants to make games and so for us to go there and actually learn what it was because my uh, knowledge of full sale start and ended with EGM ads, and that's why I took a I put on a story when I was going through. They had like a giant blown up EGM, uh, that had it, and I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like I remember oh this. Yeah. This is how I heard about full sale. But outside of that, I would have never thought about full sale. Outside of I want to get into game development, I think full sale does it. So to go there and have you know a literal week of meeting the faculty, the staff, the alumni, and the students, and I told you, I think at the end of day one, where I was like, I get it. I get what this is. This is, everyone is talking about this place the way I talk about Mizzou. And, and all, all of them are as into it as I am into Mizzou, which me being into Mizzou is not what every one of the thousands of people in a class of Mizzou is into. Whereas it seemed like everyone there was into this. Oh, that's really cool. And yeah. every one of the panels we went to was like, here's how I got my job. Here's how you can work on getting your job. Here's how this, and it was all like useful information for them and what they were trying to do. And I feel like you guys will appreciate this and people listening that have heard me say this a million times. I don't trust the college system. I don't like it. I'm against so much of that stuff. This totally changed my mind for a very specific thing. I would have loved to have gone to this school. Like the amount that every student cares, every teacher cares, the the um, president of the school, the school's 40 years old. Gary. He's been there the entire time. Gary Jones. Gary Jones. The man, the myth, the legend. Hey buddies. Like this dude, we we meet him in a, like he's just the most, fr- he's the most Greg Miller ass motherfucker. Uh, Gary Jones is very much some kind Did of weird. a pocket full of red hots? It's, it's a weird love child of me and Clements. Okay. I feel like his name's like, what? Like, <laughs> Gary Jones. You know how nice That's Clements is, I like is, to right? hang out with, yeah. We're cl- like when I, when I met Gary Jones, he was like, oh, I'm, so, I, I'm like, hey, Mr. pleasure to meet you, Gary. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a hugger. I'm like, yeah, you are. Me too. And like he, he goes and hugs his students in a good way if they're open to it. You know what I mean? Of like, <laughs> hey, like this Greg is. Miller. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like that's the kind of relationship he has, which could so easily, I think, be seen as, man, what a hokey, weird thing. And you talk to any of the kids we talk to. Thank you all who came to the meet and greets, both on campus and off, yeah, or anybody who stopped it for a photo. And like, no, no, they are into full sale. They are into talking to kids. He's like a celebrity part of there. I, yeah. I, I love that. I mean, we've talked a lot about our college years, and we've all had sort of mixed experiences. You obviously love Mizzou, like I'm. I I went to Irvine. That's the best I could say out of that. And it wasn't it <laughs> wasn't because it wasn't because the school was bad. It's just because I was looking for something I think the school didn't have, which was I, I wanted that traditional college experience and it was very much a commuter school and very much a school you went to if you wanted to be a computer science major or a biological science major like pre med and I was a film major. And so if you told me at that time, like I think when I was going to college there was such an importance placed in the four year accredited university experience yeah, yeah. that if you told me if I was growing up now if I had a kid I'd be like hey there's a, and, and you're into production and there's a school that just will let you just do that 
I think I probably would have gotten a lot. I think oh I would have God, come yeah. out of that university way more ahead than if than than, than the education that I had at Irvine. And dude, Nick, you would have loved this place. Like so many toys, so many resources. Mm. People cared so much, and so we were there for the Hall of Fame uh, induction, where there was like six new people that every year they bring people in um, that are alumni that are doing crazy things and just being awarded and whatever. Those people. The crazy things they're doing are sound engineering for Justin Bieber. That's cool. Light design on sweet stage P. doors. Yeah, sweet sweet, P sweet, P. Got, sweet P got inducted, and all he does is like fucking run the lights and shit for like Brad Paisley, and like all, not not all he does, but I mean it's not like putting a man on the moon, right? This is very much like we are recognizing you from your specific fields that you're doing something and being what Phil says should be. And, and I also want to before I pass it back to you, I want to point out that I was talking about ad and sponsor and stuff. This episode is not, not sponsored. This is literally, we come, I was so impressed. Yeah, Sorry. so impressed. But like, every hall is lined with trophies and awards, Oscars, Grammys, Emmys. They had, they had handwritten so cool. notes from James Cameron, because somebody worked on Avatar, so they oh, those that's up there. Really and, cool. and billboards, uh, like the, the billboards outside the school, like, sort of like, not, these aren't for the school, these are just like, Orlando, Florida, or yeah. I guess the, the city's Winter Park. Winter Park. Um, all of them are just like, congratulations to the, 256 students from Full Sail that worked on Endgame. Congratulations oh, cool. to everyone that worked on Detective Pikachu. Like, all of this stuff. And it was just like such a surreal world to be in where I'm like, oh my god, these people care about all this stuff so much. But the actual um, ceremony for the um, Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame was like the most kind of funny live production of all time where they cared about this Hall of Fame thing the way we care Hell about yeah. entertaining everyone. Video walls as far as the fucking yep. eye can see. Yes. Like, live music. Live music. I mean, you have to think of this, though, right? Like, who do you think put that on? Exactly. And the that's students. the thing is the students are putting it on. They get real experience to be able to do it. And I was so blown away by, by everyone carrying the logo designs that they had for this stuff. Gorgeous. Like, motion graphics, all of the shit. It was just like, this is what happens when you get a bunch of people together that have passion and, and create those passions yeah. together a bunch of creatives Wait, yeah, yeah but like creatives given i mean they're, they're paying a lot of money given a lot of resources and um, and guidance and probably guidance right because i'm people. sure the administration it, was like Ray. timberland really who, we, who was there former alumni got to see him do a bunch of shit was like met timberland? he just he was in the same room with me i didn't just say really cool. he walked cool, through and then i saw him just like how we met william shatner when we were by the way have you seen have you seen the really cool video where timberland and pharrell are just Hyping up each other's beats and songs. It's a great video. Anyway. So you guys should YouTube that. Yeah. Timbaland Pharrell. And it's video. literally something like, I mean, we got the greatest right here. He did it. And he starts going into like little random acts. Like on the fourth bar, when you drop out that and, and bring then, in the horn or and whatever. And then like Pharrell will like be like, no, but your song, this and that. And Timbaland will be like, no, but the day I listen, the day I turn on the radio and I just hear. And they're just like, oh man, like, nah, no. Nah. They're just like hyping each other up. It's, it's real, such a good video. Real cool. That's but yeah, cool. Timlin gave a QA and it was like, it was awesome, like real informative stuff. And it was, you know, you, to what you're talking about. And like the, if I think the reason it works from what we see and the way everybody talks about it there and the way, you know, people talk to us about it was the same way, like, we're talking about how much I love Mizzou, right? Because I went there for journalism and everything was on track for journalism. And you learned the reason, you know, the J School is so great is that you work at the, the Daily Paper, right? You're right. making the Daily Paper. It's the same thing here, right? Same where these kids are the ones who are, making the show or producing the show and making all this stuff happen are the ones who are learning there too. Mm -hmm. You're there to do it. And it was the, I didn't realize this, right? When we went there, this is going to sound stupid. Of course, the first thing I did, Oh my God, we're going to Orlando NXT is NXT there. Can I go to an NXT show? No NXT shows all the week. We're there. I'm like, of course. And then we get there and we're walking on campus and there's a giant banner for NXT. And I was to our tour. I'm like, Wait, do they do NXT here? It's like, oh yeah, they do. They do NXT at Full Sail Live, oh, and awesome. it's like that's why wow, there's no NXT badass. this week because Full Sail Live is being taken over for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Like, oh, where they cool. do 
NXT. But so then they did the Hall of Fame thing, right? And they did it in three different locations. They did it in Full Sail Live, which is where they do NXT, which is where we were. They did it in the Fortress now, where there was another group over there. So like this, it was three and three. The so place three, called the Fortress. Yeah, that's the esports arena I was talking about Dope. earlier that they yeah. just opened up. So it's they just opened awesome. the world's largest collegiate esports arena, and they're dedicating fully into giving kids scholarships and stuff to play video games that's professionally. Awesome. And then the third one was out in the back lot. They have a back lot that has all these sets and a fake gas station and all these fake things to go shoot your films on and movies oh, on. Rad. But they had, had a giant set stage there, which is where they did the Timberland thing, but they had all the students gathered there. And so when it was all over, everyone from the two other areas went outside to mingle with the students in front of the giant thing and they had food and they had drinks and everything. And eventually though, they're like, all right, cool, let's do the presentation and like the, the real end ceremony and stuff. That was for everybody. And they brought up uh, a dude from the WWE who's like corporate, right? Like Vince. And then Alexa Bliss. And then what was the other guy? King something? King Ricochet. King Ricochet, right? Who are NXT people who have now graduated to the main roster, right? Or, and Ricochet hasn't, but he's the champ right now for NXT. Is that right? No, Ricochet recently just got full-time WWE. Gotcha. Alexa Bliss is like one of the most Alexa, we know. Yeah, yeah. And so she, they WWE were up there superstar. very much like, you know, uh, this has been a relationship with Full Sail for however many years it's been now. It's been awesome. And when we started this, one of the things we both wanted at full sale and and he's like you know uh, triple h both wanted was this to benefit the students of full sale right so he's like of course nxt is here at full sale live and the production staff on that are the students who do all these different things so we have started this wwe nxt full sale uh, scholarship and we want to give out the first whatever three or four of them or whatever and they surprised the kids uh. there that were working the fucking thing so it was like she's from wherever and the camera like jets over and this woman or this girl just crying uh, right? with a headset on. A cam op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gets yeah, a ten thousand. And then it was somebody in the village that they brought back on. I was like, this is so fucking yeah. cool, right? Like it's like when they give away scholarships to like seniors in college football and stuff like that. Like the have you ever seen those videos? They give scholarships to seniors in college football? They don't uh, need money anymore, Andy. They're no, leaving. No, oh, oh, I guess like, well, I guess there's been people that have been there for a while that like, they'll say like, we're paying off all this shit or sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's people who have been there for a while that are not the stars of the team at all that sure, nobody yeah. knows. But it's like, the ones that actually make it happen. we'd like to give you and they pay for all their shit. Like, yeah, those are like, the, they just make me cry so much. Dude. Yeah, it was awesome. So, yeah. so uh, Alexa Bliss comes out, they do the WWE thing, give out the scholarships and that was amazing. And we have the, so Full Sail, whole production lot. So they have this whole like stages and sets and it everything. It looks like Main Street USA. It looks like yeah, when you're doing that. Like I said, the fake gas station. So that shit was great. And then after that, they like roll this video about like the um, Gary Jones, the yeah, president yeah. we're talking oh, about. Shit. His his don't play it. Uh, his car that like he when they started the way full sale started the way I understand it was they had the dream machine which which was this old like what it's it 40 years old so this mm -hmm. would have been the 70s that, yeah. that motor, it, it, late 70s motorhome they had that was like that's where they did stuff that was full sale for a while where they drove this dream machine van around basically and like taught people it was the 70s and man. so then they sold Fuck it yeah. and they lost it and this happened to them, so, so they told this story and like this was a surprise <laughs> to the president for this 10 10 year hall of fame whatever they got a bunch of hall of famers to go try to find the original van oh, wow. that they had and uh they ended up not being able to find the original one but they like remade one from the ground up whatever the fuck they showed it at this place they had the van drive in accompanied by 
a police escort and it's like it was one of those like now turn around and everyone turns around from the stage and there's this giant van coming and they start shooting pyro Dude, everywhere hell, I don't yeah. have a video oh, of that I have that on a story oh, yeah. I can so, say it's a Triple H on the motorcycle it is <laughs> and honestly but here's the thing all of this production was 10 out of 10 because it's all these people that know how to operate all of this shit so then after all of that happened like we'll show when, when he says yeah, that to take me a second but it all ends with um uh fuck I'm blanking on his name um Lee, or DJ Da Vinci, who's like a real yeah. DJ, has like Tiesto, like that type of shit. He comes up, he starts DJing for the party. Play this shit, Kevin. Wait, Avicii or? <laughs> I turned it down so it's not horrible. But like, <laughs> the fireworks are set to the DJ shit. He's shooting them off as he's scratching. <laughs> That's nasty. And he's fucking laser. Like, this video does not do it justice for how insane it was. This is a college. This That's, is not Disney World. See, I think I think if I if, if this was what UC Irvine was, I would have really liked UC Irvine. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, honestly, that's such a cool thing that they're doing, and that and that's obviously the power of like going to a more trade school oriented thing, which is that mm. they have those tracks, right? Is that you come in and they've got people you can learn from who are on the way yeah, out, yeah. and then those are the ones that are, um, those are the people you contact when you need a job. And that, I mean, honestly, like that's the whole point of going to most of your undergraduate stuff anyway, unless you're learning a hardcore thing like computer science or you know, if you're doing business, oh, people go to bus- Harvard Business School because exactly. they want to get hired by other people who graduated from Harvard Business. Or if you're a law, you hire, like Harvard Law people hire Harvard Law people. And so that's cool that there's a, the, the schools out there like this that, you know, if you had gone there, you'd be like, you, you have a, and, it, and it's great for business owners too because we could tap into an entire group of people that have experience and have like I've done this shit and that's, I can come run kind of funny live 18 or that's whatever. the coolest thing that they're doing I think is that they're totally giving back to the community and the, the whole point of the Hall of Fame event is to give students experience but then also all the students get in free so they get to go meet these people go to the panels ask any questions they want and like all of it is is it's a, a giant job fair trying to help people that's get really in cool. and it's like it's, it's great that's great for networking I had such a great time I, I was it's blown really away by it and this was really especially cool especially for coming in and not knowing what we were doing exactly where it was like wait we're not giving panels we're just like what is the one and now it is that thing of like in the same way I evangelize the zoo right I evangelize this because this is so cool like if yeah. you want to do anything they do I would say it and like granted I don't know. I like. I know what I. It's experience. gonna be expensive as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I know what but I experienced by going there. Right. Like I don't. I don't know anybody because I know one person to hit me up and like you should be careful. And I'm like, I don't know anything. And I've only heard good things, especially from all the people there. So like whatever. Here I got the dream machine for you, Tim. I'm gonna roll back here. Kev. Roll back. Well, whatever. Just like yeah, just play. So yeah, this is. And you see all these fucking hundreds of kids there in this fucking <laughs> motorhome coming out of the smoke. <laughs> and like, people I'm, are losing their minds. That haze. Well, like, the thing I told uh, was legendary, Tim, right, was like, it, it, we were it, literally as the Dream Machine started, uh, a couple fans came over like, oh my God, like, oh hey, blah, blah. and like the video for the Dream, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I'm sure they're gonna put this on YouTube if they haven't already. Yeah. I gotta go see this Dream Machine video and hear the whole story, how these alumni went back and got it and made all this happen. It was, just, I know we sound like crazy people right now, but we were seriously this, this jazzed the whole time totally. about how crazy this was. The panels I got to go to were so interesting. I wish Nick could have heard this part. Uh, he sucks. The uh, I got to do a panel where with uh, HBO's vice president. And he runs programming for HBO. Wow. And it was a one-on-one with him. And he was answering any questions. And he was being so specific about how HBO is dealing with Netflix and how they think about their programming lineup, how they're dealing with Game of Thrones, like their tentpole being gone. Yeah. Um, and wow. kids, kids were even asking, like, hey, man, Game of Thrones this season, blah, blah, blah. And, like, he had real 
kind of like direct answers and feedback. And it was really interesting. Like there was no holds barred. They're just like, we're going in for this. Um, but like they talked about how shows are pitched at HBO, how they get greenlit, why things get renewed. I'm like, this is fascinating stuff. Yeah. You know? Cause it's weird. I've, I've always been really curious about HBO because like, it's not like the, yes, there are barometers and you can tell what the views are and things like that. But it's not like when you go to a movie and you buy a ticket and that ticket represents a, a, a view for this movie or whatever. Like HBO is just like sort of this subscription thing with no commercials. Like it's always confused. So me, no man. commercials. And they went into all this and they're just like, look, we understand that uh, we have analytics that we can look at of how many people are watching this at what time or, oh, this show has a fan base on HBO Go, but no one watches it on TV. Oh, really? So it's like, oh, because of that, we should really focus on like, it doesn't matter. We can give that the worst time slot because they're not watching it there anyway. They're wow, watching it on that's demand. Cool shit. Um, and then there's other things of like they're limited by how much time they have in a day for original programming. Uh, on the TV channel. So they need to make sure that their seasons are all correlating and working together. Did you ask Um, him why the streaming quality is so bad? No, people (laughs) started getting into that type of stuff, and then he was just like, that's not my division. Like, like, Let's talk about programming and stuff. Um, Worth pointing out right now, if you do go to full sale on YouTube, the the main halls were streamed, and they're up there. So the the HBO one is up right now. Oh, awesome. It went up five hours ago. It has 51 views. Like Again, if if you think any of this sounds interesting, go there, because the HBO one's up on there. I saw the one I went to, creating creating player options for Dungeons & Dragons, one of the ones I went to there, promoting your personal brand, AR, and VR at Facebook like this is all up there and that was the thing right of like when we were there and talking to people right like remember we were sitting down and it was like okay here's some Rooster Teeth people sat down it was you me and Kovic and then you know the dude Courtney from Google sat down mm-hmm. he was like oh hey like yeah I work at Google and we bullshit around about his job and then Don sat down we're talking to him about it you know I was like we had a fucking team, man. We were yeah. all deep at this thing. It yeah, was no, great. That, that, it was, it I'm was shocked all uh, Brian Riley didn't go. He, he's from Full Sail. So apparently he was there. He just wasn't there. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, no, he uh, he left the day you guys got there. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Like, he was there, but then at, he wasn't at any of the events. He was just at the school, but not for Hall of Fame. I don't know what a, how yeah. that happened. Well, I huh? think, what I, a creep. I think they were sending mm-hmm. everybody at different times or something like that. Because I, I saw, that's right, I saw him post on, like, just on Instagram and... Uh, and I was like, oh, Greg and Tim are going to be there. He was like, oh, well, fuck, maybe I'll see him at the airport because I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, why? That's so bizarre. Yeah. It, yeah. It but was then weird, Coca- but uh, Chris Kokonos, who's like the lead sound guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's great. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Definitely. I would love to go back. Like, that's 100%. the thing. I was like, I'm stoked about it. I was like, that was really damn cool. Um, I didn't know the yeah. school was that cool, though. It, it me neither. Yeah. Me Honestly, neither. man. I, I, it was I a know. playground. It's it's cool as shit anyway just to be in an art school or to be in a trade school like that where you're in a game design track, but sometimes the schools like Art Institute in Austin just looks like a normal ass building and there's nothing really special that sticks out about it. Where the class like not in a based on these photos that you are posting, everything has like cool color schemes. Oh yeah, sure. oh, yeah. Every, every, it's all designed by this yeah, had exactly. like none of yeah Art Institute had like nothing like that. But again, Art Institute Aardvarks. Number one on the yeah, rocking it, dude. I guess I didn't realize that there Stop were multiple art parks. You know, that's a trigger word for me. Because there's one in Coast or Santa Ana, Costa Mesa. Full like, sale? No, no artists. Oh, artists do. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, this school. Your the, the photos y'all were posting. That school looked way more futuristic and kind of in the uh, in the know. Before than, we full on transition to Disney, Tim, I do want to give a shout out to Lazy Moon Pizza oh and a God. shout out to Arugas. Uh-huh. All right. Yes. Two different. Vastly. Are you aware of either of these places, Andy? No, but Nick and I held it down last week. Let's just say that, right, Nick? No, I heard the opposite. Actually, everybody it. was really. I thought numbers were really soft and everybody was really angry. 
That's what I put on the Reddit, so I don't know. Is that what you did? Lazy Moon Pizza, Tim. Pizza slices as big as your head. Yeah, and it was an experience, to say the least. We liked it so much on night one, we went back on night two. Yeah, And what we did, we were at the Hall of Fame dinner, like the VIP super reception, and we, Tim and I beforehand were like, alright, cool, let's make an appearance, and then we'll leave, don't eat anything, don't eat too much here. And we're like, cool. So we bummed around the cocktail thing, we're hanging out, they're coming by with little apps, it's great, we went outside, we're outside drinking, talking to some of the alumni. You know, One of the guys from id Software was inducted to the Hall of Fame, so I talked to him about Doom for a while. And they're like, oh, please come back in. We're going to make a speech. Came back in and made a speech. Then they opened these giant banquet doors, and you walked in, and it was these t- long tables with candles it on was them. some Harry like, Potter shit. Like, uh, fuck, this is like a real thing. And like, we sat down, and like, people are, it's buffet style. People are coming back with these steaks, and Courtney's like, this is the best steak I've ever had. <laughs> and it me, Meanwhile, I me and Greg are just like, I'm like three whiskeys. We're going to go like, somewhere fuck else. Fuck you, Tim. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. And Tim's like, don't eat. We're still going somewhere. Like, God, I'm like, so, waited. <laughs> we waited too long. So everywhere was closed by the time we went. So we oh, almost wow. had to go back to Lazy mood fucking pizza and we had a conversation between the two it was like yo we did it two nights in a row if we do it a third well I was still I talking about the night where we did go back where it was oh, everything was, was closed and then two. we did go but night three we had a conversation it was like hey I have no shame. I'm down to go again. We cannot tweet about it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was That's like, dude, we got to tweet about you it. Should we have, uh, you should have just Airbnb it and hoped that it rained and you never got the pizza. Fucking monsters. That's like Jesus. I was in uh, I was in Missoula for that for that film festival. Missoula, Montana. Montana. And uh, there was, like, it, was, it was like <laughs> every place was closed except for bars. And the Jimmy John's. The nice. Jimmy John's was open until like clutch. three. Yeah, and I was like, so I would go here can. every fucking night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and they were the loveliest human beings I've ever met. I walked in and my wife was with me. She was like, I don't really know how this works. And before I could say anything, the guy behind the front desk was like, man, let me tell you how this works. And gave her the spiel. And I was like, this place is heaven. Great employees? Wow. Yeah, oh my God. Oh, Jimmy nice. John's, you have, wow. to, you have to be great. Were not, and the guy that was making my sandwich was talking me what through it. What time was this at? It was, it was like Jimmy John in the morning. Oh, okay, got it. Oh, like 1.30 in the morning. Sucks, I mean, it was, it was, it was, they're open super late. Wow. Jimmy John himself? Where? That dude sucks. He's like killing he endangered can't, enemies and shit. What? He's canceled. Is that what is we call it? Cleansed. Yeah, 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 totally. Oh, like they have a whole canceled one more. Killing fucking nice say. elephants and shit. Like that elephant wasn't trying to kill you, Jimmy John. Mm. Why are you killing? God damn it, Jimmy John. I know, right? Uh, but is no. this true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Kevin, Google it up. <laughs> Find me Jimmy John's killing animals. I thought you were doing no, a Greg so Miller thing. It's the normal Greg Miller thing of like, I've heard he sucks. Oh, okay. I haven't like, Looked I haven't put on my fucking PI hat and like dug into it, but I saw it anyways. Lazy Moon Pizza, great. And then we went over to Aruga's. Oh my wing joint out there. That's what fucking did it. I was craving pizza all fucking oh, weekend yeah, yeah, and I couldn't figure pictures. out why. And Joey, it's that picture Pete, of you, you see me with the fucking gigantic slice oh, on your God. Instagram. So good. Good beers. Tim and I were just there getting loaded. Yeah, Thanks to all the fans who just randomly saw us there. When Nick <laughs> and I were holding it down, it was just Nick going, these fucking assholes posting pizza every goddamn day. Every <laughs> fucking, I was like, did you just eat pizza? Is that all you ate? You just fucking kept one of those pizza? <laughs> and then, yeah, there was Arugas. So for uh, one night, Arugas, yeah. Yeah, this wing place out there or whatever. And like, it was that normal thing of like, when we go somewhere, and I'm not trying to sound like a SF elitist. I, I like to stay away. No, okay. <laughs> Jim, why Jim, you Jones. Jim Jones. Jim Jones is what you took away from that. That's what you brought up on Wikipedia. That happened to me yesterday. I was looking up Buell Elementary, a school back home, and I googled Buell, and the first Google of, uh, search is like some other Buell Elementary that's not in Texas, and a little girl was killed. Uh, she was shot on oh, campus, no. and I was like, "Oh my God, no! I don't. This isn't what no. I was looking for." <laughs> I like how somehow having a conversation with Kevin is like playing telephone with eighteen people. 
We're like the, the Red Robins in the treehouse, and what does it get to uh, Jim yeah. Jones? Does Jamie Jones kill endangered animals? Here's Jim Jones. Oh, Snopes. You got a Snopes article. Um, while we're pulling this up, so over the weekend, I had I had true. a couple. <laughs> uh, just as true. Uh, I had two very interesting situations where I felt very, very much like a fish out of water, and both of them sort of bookended with pizza, which was great. So I went out for my buddy uh, Janesh's uh, birthday, his 27th birthday. And he's one this of the, the comedian? Yeah, he's one of the comedians. I know, I see my buddy, Yeah, uh, I book him on a lot of stuff because I just think he's funny and he's a great stand-up guy. Uh, a. But uh, I go out. <laughs> what the hell was that? And I was like, how many people are coming out tonight? He goes, oh, everyone's coming out tonight. And we went to this bar uh, in the Mission called, ah, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, uh, El Rio. El Rio. Yeah, El Rio. Uh, and I've never been there before. It's a cool, crazy, weird bar. Backyard. But there's dancing, mm-hmm. right? And so we all get, we have a couple. Dancing we have a couple. And maybe some stuff has passed around. And Nick's feeling good. Uncle Nick's feeling good. Okay. And they go, let's go dance. And I'm like, Fun yeah, Nick. this sounds great. Yeah. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm counting down the moments where I can go some people and go get pizza. Because I'm like, I'm, my wife's out of town. Wait, wait, I'm going, wait, what, I'm getting pizza. What was passed around? So just things get passed around at parties, Kevin. That's what the cool kids do. It doesn't matter. People Long story short. Are you doing PCP again? Yeah, I'm doing fucking <laughs> straight up meth. Uh, but we're, it doesn't matter. Everyone, I'm just saying everyone's on, everyone's on a good level where we're feeling a little uninhibited. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to go dance. Oh, this I'll dance with everyone. Told me right? That. It's me, 11 other comedians on the dance floor. No one else. And this trap song comes on. Oh, God. And I have never heard this song in my life, but every single person, every single person but me starts singing the lyrics and dancing almost in unison to this weird cowboy western oh, trap song. Oh my god. <laughs> and I have never And they start singing to it and I go, I, I legitimately turn to one of my friends and I'm like, are you guys pranking me right now? Like, are you legit? And he's like, you are so fucking old. Like, I can't believe it. And I've never felt more out of place in my entire life. I was just like, eh. and I actually like tried to sing. I was like, he's, t- he's telling me this story oh, on, because he gave me a ride home from yeah. John Wick. He's telling me the story. And I'm like, oh, that's the worst dude. Cause I, I'm not super current on music at all. Like I've fallen off. Like my free time doesn't go to top 50 music, top 40s music. I yeah. just listen to my podcast sure. or whatever. And uh, and you're telling me this story, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. And we're driving, and we're driving, and then and I put on top fifty on Spotify because I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, just subconsciously, like, what is this song? And then Old Town Road Pulse, he goes, number two, fucking song. But dude, I've never felt so much like the new kid before in my entire. I mean, everyone, they were like dancing the same way, and no one, no one noticed because everyone was blitzed yeah. anyway. But I just felt so, and so I, yeah, out of. And then, and then, so I go home to try to get pizza because I'm like, I gotta lick my wounds. The line was out the door. That's that's the pizza portion of it. But I was like, I still want pizza. The next day, I go to Cal's birthday party, uh-huh. three year old's birthday party, and I am the only one there without two kids. The only one there. So, so much to the point where at the end of the thing, everyone goes, okay, everyone, grab your kids. Let's get in the picture. And I'm standing there by myself. And, and my buddy Brennan's like, here, we got two. So he just one. hands me to the kid. And I just, so I'm like holding his kid in the picture. You should have just been like. Yeah. No, I mean, I was like, I know, and then I look at the picture and I'm holding him wrong. I'm holding it like this. And everyone else is holding it with one hand. I was like, oh my God. But then I finally got pizza at that thing. So that ended up working out. That is one of my favorite balls. stories you've ever it fucking was. told. The old town old road, town road man. Him just be like, it's a fucking talk. <laughs> You locked out, Nick. I saw this on Reddit last night. I brought it up right now. I got mugged at gunpoint last night in the bathroom at El Rio. No Mission shit. Bar. bar staff and crowd told in me to bathroom? shut up and get out. 
Yeah, this is uh, the, the bathrooms San- are standalone bathrooms. This is though. The, I'll read you. I'll read you the story now. This is from the San Francisco subreddit Eli Block. I was in line at the bathroom and two guys in front of me picked a fight. Uh, when the when the next bathroom opened, they told me to go ahead. And being drunk, I didn't question it. The bathrooms are single user family restrooms. When I opened the door to leave, the two guys barged in and started yelling at me and shoving me. Then one of the guys pulled out a gun, pointed it at my head, and bruised my forehead with the barrel. One of the guys felt up my pockets and took my wallet, but they left my phone. Then they opened the door and had me leave before them. Uh, first thing I did was tell the bar staff nearby what happened, and they directed me to the bartender. So I walked up to the bar and I said to the bartender, I got mugged at gunpoint in the bathroom. She immediately said I was lying, and people nearby started all saying the same thing and telling me I was drunk and to get out. Nobody bothered to ask for any details or give me a chance to explain. I was drunk, but I don't think I was behaving erratically or doing anything really. A pretty bizarre experience. Wow. This dude was One drunk. One man on the dance floor didn't know what old time to <laughs> It was so fucking funny. The realization, it was such a. You can't write. I have that, never nigga. seen. I've never seen Andy laugh harder. At no, dude, that is. And I was like, this is the song that Andy was like wheezing yeah. to try to get his breath. Ex- with how you much know he was that song, though, right? Oh yeah, I, I explained to him. I was like, it's like. It's a popular because it's dumb. It's a meme. I totally you know? get it now. Yeah. I lo- I, I, it popped up again because I, I just replayed the, the, the yeah, list. And I looked at the guy's name. It's like Little, Little Nas, X. Nas X. X. And I was like, okay, I, I, this is a thing. I get I, it. This you, is a thing. I explained to him there was a, there was a really funny tweet where God. I guess he played that song at, at Coachella. And like the whole crowd is like going crazy, right? Or whatever. And there's it's like a backstage uh, view from a f- uh, camera phone. And then somebody, I guess he retweeted that. And somebody replied, yeah, but what song did he play next, though? Like, making fun of that it's just a one-hit wonder. And he replied, I didn't play another song. I went to the bank and cashed a check. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, it's so great because he's fully aware that this is a one-hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he's like, no, I'm going to milk. Like, you guys think I'm going to milk this shit as long as possible. Like, he fully tweets out it's great. Like, full transparency. He got Billy Ray Cyrus on the remix. Uh, That's what Annie told me. And I was like, none of this makes any sense I didn't know it was a remix, Doesn't need to. Doesn't need to. I feel like that's the one that took off I was telling Nick that they they were trying to get it, like, they were trying to get it for a country category. They wouldn't put it on the country music like top list, which is what, yeah. which is why up. they put Billy Ray Cyrus on it. Yeah. This makes sense. Smart move. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm going to put Billy Ray Cyrus on this show one day. One day. And now, a word from our sponsors. What is up, everyone? Want to take a quick break to tell you about our amazing sponsors. The first of which is Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy and getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Sky-high interest rates can make it incredibly hard for you to break out of that revolving debt cycle. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Uh, Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO scores when assessing your credit worthiness. Uh, They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of smarter interest rates. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. The best part: once the loan is approved, most people get their funds for the uh, funds the very next business day. The next day. That's right. Over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, uh, funding their wedding, or to make a large purchase. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. Here's what you do. Uh, See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kind of funny to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kind of funny. Let me tell you, my brother uh, was in a lot of debt. He could have used something like this. It's a long time ago. He's much more responsible now running businesses, but it happens to everyone. So go over to upstart.com slash kind of funny and check it out. 
Uh, next up, we got Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable. Uh, eating well, easy and affordable with. <laughs> I put the comma in the wrong place there. Um, with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle, Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow lifestyles with select or, uh, organic ingredients. Recipes are quick and easy, and step-by-step with step-by-step instructions, uh, chef tips, and photos to guide you along. Everything is hand-picked and delivered right to your door. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepared. Uh, you can switch up your meal plan whenever you're ready to try a new way to eat. With Green Chef's wide variety of high-quality, clean ingredients, you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. There's uh, a diverse array of meal plans with plenty of options to choose from each week, so you can actually enjoy sticking to your goals. Enjoy clean ingredients you can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep for your week after week. Tim and Gia are using it. They love it. Gia made a steak with enchilada sauce, and they didn't invite me over. That's how much they like it because they don't want me coming over and eating all their enchiladas, and I respect that. Maybe I'll have to start using this myself. For a total of $75 off, that's $25 off each of your first three boxes. Go to greenchef.us slash kinda 75. That's $75 off at greenchef.us slash kinda 75. And now, back to more pickle stories. Tim? Yes. I left you Friday. You I did. said, Florida, you've been good to me. Mm-hmm. I gotta get home to been Portillo hot. and the wife. Yes. You said, I'm gonna stay here even longer. <laughs> Screw oh, <yeah>. you. <laughs> I'm gonna bring James Burke into the fold. James of course, Burke's host gonna, of WWE and Review. Patreon.com. Yes. James so Burke's gonna fly from San Francisco to Florida, arriving at 6 a.m. in the morning Yikes. on Friday. And we're gonna go to What Disney time did he World. leave here? Uh, like nine, that'd be a red eye. 10? That'd be a red eye. Yeah. Good lord. So he would have landed there at 3 a.m. this time. Yeah. Okay. For him, for his body. So that's right? like a six hour flight, right? Yeah. Yeah. James Burke is so committed to the things that he loves baseball and Disney and yeah. WWE. And WWE. And WWE. So there you go. And there's many of them. It's the you know? If you see him, he'll always be wearing a, be- a baseball jersey. But the baseball jersey's either going to be WWE, Disney. He always has a Giants hat. Or Giants. Yeah. And yeah. So so he comes and we go. And uh, we, we did Epcot the first day. Um, oh, man. I should have prepped this better. Um, a best friend hooked me up with uh, Epcot tickets. I'm going to find this later. It's but, not uh, Thor. Uh, yes. What's yes. his last name? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Kerrigan? Kerrigan. Thank you. Thank you. The, what, Mike uh, Kerrigan. Go get no. Mike. No, 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 no. So we weren't planning on going uh, to uh, for anything Friday because I only had tickets for Saturday and Sunday. At the meet and greet, Mike Kerrigan and his family coming in. Again, great. Watch. Great meet and greet. Thank you Fantastic. all for coming out to the Devil's Brewing Sins. Oh, what's his unit? What's his unit? I, I think I've, it's M. Kerrigan. Or yeah. It's M. Kerrigan. Yeah, you, okay. you would definitely recognize yeah. his uh, Twitter profile, little little face thing that he has. Going on there, uh, this guy. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he got me and James tickets to go to Epcot, uh, which is one of the Disney World parks. So we did that Friday, did the whole thing. That's where you get to drink around the world and do all that stuff. One thing before you go, I thanked everybody for coming to that meet and greet. Thanks, of course, to Mario Not Bros for driving our drunk asses out for Hell tacos. Yeah. At, Mario right Not out, Bros, yeah. man. Like we Doing were, the damn thing. Just turned I, 21. Can I hit pause on this real yeah. quick? To tell you guys my, what is it like, uh, Friday night, I want to say, or Saturday? Oh my God, yeah. Uh, maybe Thursday. Maybe it was Thursday. 
Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Thank you. Okay. So we have a great meet and greet at the Sins place. Can somebody Google where the fucking Deadly meet and greet Sins was? Deadly Brewing. Sins. Thank you very much. We had a great time. Amazing turnout. Everybody there was awesome, except for the staff in the beginning. But eventually they, they came turned around. around on us. Yeah, exactly. And so then we. It's the first time at a meet and greet in a long time. I was fucking drunk at the end of it because it was the the party mode crew was there that I was that came out to the Arizona meet and greet. They were supplying me with IPAs nonstop. Oh, no waters. So I was having a great time again. <laughs> and then it was time to go have Gringos Locos Tacos or whatever the hell it was called. Greg Miller was in rare form so, in a way that I normally don't see him. And then this happened. So y'all made Mario not bros drive you made, to the, taco, made. the tacos. Right. It's an honor <laughs> for you to drive with them. I got it. So I'm minding my own business at home in California after what I would say is probably one of the hardest work weeks of our life. Right, Andy? We killed it. Just Absolutely. fucking crushing the it. Company, yeah. uh, party mode. Yeah. Every podcast. At some point, I popped on Gamescast to make sure Fran was looking at the right fucking camera and not face mm-hmm. the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sitting there just Fran enjoying. Is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just minding my own business, and I get a call from Greg. Now, what I know when I see Greg's. Greg Miller popped up on my phone. One of two things is happening. It's either a very important question that I need to answer <laughs> or I'm getting fucked with. But either way, I always I always answer the phone when Greg calls. Always. This, no exception. Click the phone. Go to answer it. And before I can say hello, I hear this. He's such a piece of shit. He's not going to answer the fucking phone. Look at him. He's probably sitting there in his fucking underwear watching porn. And I'm like, I can hear you, right? <laughs> you motherfucker. I was like, are you already talking shit? You already even answer? <laughs> And then y'all started quizzing me on Mario Not Bros facts, and I like knocked it out of the park. You did so well. That was a little situation. I was like, "Don't do this, Greg. Don't do it, Greg." He's like, "Nah, do- he's such an asshole." Oh my god! I, 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 te- I texted you. I texted you after being like, "I'm so sorry." Oh, I don't care. I love you guys. I don't give a shit. It was hilarious. That, that was Dude, the wife was out of town. Fun. Nick was Nick no. Was she just, was very much listening to this oh, conversation. This in, was Wednesday. She didn't leave oh, on Thursday. Got it. Got it. Got That's it. right. She was like, "I forgot I they were going we, like, like, the weekend." I, we were watching something. I was at the Brooklyn Nine Nine or something, and I just I immediately started into it. And she was like, "Can you bring, just bring it down? Like, bring it down a little bit." But yeah, that was funny. I thought yeah, that was good. That was that was. <laughs> Thank special. you, Mario, for keeping. Yeah, Mario killing the damn game. Anyway, we did Epcot all day Friday, and that was a lot of fun. Epcot is like the adult land. Essentially, you get mm-hmm. to, to drink around the world, eat around the world, um, where the, like, each little kind of section is a different part of the world with their own food and they have like and their stuff. winery days, yes. or whatever. The and uh, that stuff that was all really cool. A lot of the rides were a little older, like you know, that's kind of an OG classic stuff. Epcot's about to be dope as fuck in a couple years when they have the Guardians of the Galaxy ride and uh, some other things. But otherwise, I was like, it's fine. They had the Frozen ride, which was. So it was like kind of like the Aladdin movie to me where I was going with so low expectations that I'm like, huh, that was fucking awesome. Because people like to hate on Frozen. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. kind of just the cool thing to do. To yeah, hate on Frozen? Frozen there. Yeah. Too popular. Yeah, Frozen's oh, popular. It was way too popular. Some people are like, oh, fuck, Can't Frozen's taking Frozen, over dude. everything. It's fucking perfect. And uh, so Frozen was a reskin of an old ride they had. And people always get up, like purists, get up in arms when they do the reskins sure. of old rides. Sure. So there was a lot of negativity going into it. I get on this thing, and I'm like, this is awesome. Like, at some point, Elsa starts shooting ice everywhere, and you're just backing out. I'm like, y'all are Wait, but tripping what, what balls, What kind of a ride dude. is it? What do you mean? It's, so it's one of those storybook ones where, like, you get yeah, on, okay. and, like, you go room to room, and it kind of, like, tells you a story. Right. But then it has a thrill ride part where, like, during like Let Mr. It Go, Toads she starts singing, and it just, you turn backwards and start just... Going hella fast as she's shooting hella ice at you. Holy sounds shit. awesome. And like ice is coming everywhere. It was really cool. Uh, I, had, awesome. I had a blast there. Um, <clears throat> we watched uh, Illuminations, which is the nighttime show at Epcot. Um, it's going away in September. So it was cool seeing it before it ended. It's a whatever show. It's one of those sure. Disney night shows, like a lot of water projections and all that type of stuff. Take. People love Illuminations. 
Yeah, but so here's the thing. I get it, and I'm, I love people that love the things that they love and the purists out there that are doing all this stuff. I've seen so much Disney shit at this point that like I compare things this to that, and it's like, that ain't no world of color. It's like, oh, it's cool, so and you like this thing, but like it's... I wish it's I could have seen right. World of Color. Fucking weather it's amazing. delays, dude. It's amazing, man. Um, yeah. But that was the thing about Florida is no weather issues because it's just like, it's always just a thousand Humid degrees. You wore shorts. Uh, I, I did not own shorts. I learned that Epcot day. Like, I don't wear shorts. Y'all motherfuckers yeah. know this. I love when you wear shorts, though. Like, occasionally when I see you in shorts, I Swim love Swim trunks, it. Well, yeah. like, Sophie wore shorts around here anyway. You right? can't wear like, shorts. It's fucking 60 degrees outside. Yeah. I don't own shorts. Like, ever. So, uh, I almost commented on it, but I, I was like, this will be taken out of context. I don't want to, you know. About me wearing shorts? Yeah. Because I wasn't, it, was, it wasn't uncle? like, hey, you're wearing shorts, nice calves, jerk. It was like, you're just like, oh, you never do this. No. But that Friday when we were at Epcot, I was like, wearing black jeans. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm on a quest to get shorts, so I ended up buying very expensive shorts that are just goddamn khakis. Why are they fifty dollars? Because they have a Mickey Mouse on the butt. Nice. Um, anyway, you so yeah, then, like a local CBS uh, or something, or, or when you're in Disney World, World, you're in <laughs> Disney World. You're not have you been out. to Disney World? I, I've been there once when I was in Disney middle school. Place, Andy. Yo, Disney, Disney World. World you were just every everything is Disney. Every there's no getting out. It has its own highways, its own like infrastructure. It's like it's own Remember when Greg got lost in Disney property. World? That's how big it is. Yeah, I haven't been there since I was like 11. I really want to go back. At oh man, we it's, gotta do a group uh, trip. KFC, kind of funny Seattle, and kind of NYC are doing a community trip to Walt Disney World next August wow. or September. I Check hate both of those cities. Kind of NYC <laughs> on Twitter for more details. <laughs> but anyway, it was it was awesome, and it was definitely a great kind of ease into the ridiculous adventures that we were we were about to have. Um, and so many people online were like, "Tim, oh my god, I can't believe you're doing this the first time." Like, "Oh, you're not going enough days. You're only going three days. There's no way you're going to do everything." Jokes on y'all, motherfuckers. Yeah, you got, we got did playing. everything. And again, like I said earlier in the show, open to close, baby, man. We oh were there, God. hitting it hard. It's I was so, so tired, Nick. It's so, I'm so tired. Like, for the, you're so committed. Because <laughs> the Tim that I know mm -hmm. versus the, the Disneyland Tim sure. have very different traits. Oh, my God. Tim yeah. that I know works real hard during the week, but you fuck you if you try to get him to not sleep in on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Like, how fucking they call dare him cocoon, you? Man. They do call they him do. a cocoon. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they call him the Steve Burton Gutenberg <laughs> Cocoon Good Man. <laughs> but like when you when it comes to Disneyland, you are like it's planned, it's organized. I remember when I went with you guys one time, you were like, "No, fast pass." Usually, it's like fast pass this, fast pass that, that, that. I'm like, "Whoa, I don't understand how much energy goes into this shit." And then when oh, I said, "Hey, almost. how many wait? How many days were you at Disney World?" I was joking. I thought it was one day, and you were like, "It was three, dude." What do you? And you were like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" And I was like. No, I am out of my mind. That was a dumb question. Dumb question. world. I mean, you can't... I would have done nothing if it was just one day. I, I, I totally... I mean, again, my context for Disney World is Disneyland, where after a day, I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to go back here. But Disneyland, I forget that Disney World is like eight uh, times the size. It is ridiculous. Uh, but we managed to do it all because of my boy, Andrew McLean. That's right, Nick. His last name is McLean. Naturally. Andy. All right. Yeah. Uh, He's the and better Andy. So, so here's the thing. He, he is. He, <laughs> oh my God, he is. is a best friend uh, that we met last year at Comic Con. Um, he went to our the meet and greet we did for the the Rocket League. He's the guy that plays Thor, or the guy that and plays. So he's cosplaying as Thor, right? Um, when he when he met us, he plays Star Lord in the Disney World shows. Still or used to? Still cool. Uh, yeah, he he went to to school for a bit. He's now back as of uh, next week doing the Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix Live. Where he is Star Lord doing the whole damn thing. Um, he's also been, or he's Kristoff in a lot of the Frozen shows, um, like the Disney World like holiday special that's like on TV and stuff. Like he is that Kristoff. Nice. Um, and uh, he's been Tarzan before. He's been a bunch of different characters. 
But it was so cool doing Disney World. Like, I mean, like you just said, like, oh, Tim, you know all the fast passes and stuff. I don't. I just know of them. Right. Usually James Burke knows that shit. We have Disneyland on lock. Dude, bro. Yeah, I got you. Got to get the book of fast travel. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you go there, it's like, you bro, got I, you got to get the max fast pass. And it's like, last time you won me over. Bro. So Disney World, whole bro. entirely different beast. But we got to do it with someone that is on the inside. Yeah. With all of the hookups. Yeah, the hookups. So fucking badass. It is so fucking cool. And he, here's the thing. Like, I want to start this off the, the right way. Like, Thank you, Andrew, for the hookups. Thank you for everything. More importantly, thank you for being a cool enough dude, proving that the best friend thing is real. Think about this, Nick. I just said that I went three days, but two days with him, back to back, 8 a.m. to midnight. And he works there. And he was with us, was happy to be there, wanted to do the whole thing, and none of us got sick of each other. And it was me, him, and James Burke. I get sick of James Burke talking to him in one conversation. I'm done. I don't we even want to talk to James Burke ever again. Over the weekend, we literally <laughs> spent over 24 hours together awake. Like, think about that. Isn't that insane? No, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so he looks like, like he would be a lot like Cameron Cuff. He totally is. Personality Such wise. a nice British. guy. But also, I just think like they're both British? super good looking. So, Dude, maybe sure. course, yeah. so that yeah. is the next point I want to bring up. Here's the thing. We're going around Disney World with someone on the inside who yeah. has friends everywhere, connected with everyone. Who like, like every five seconds, he's Did like you go saying to hi to someone. Someone said it. It's like John no, Wick. No, like every time you walk by, they're like, oh, he's got a bounty on him. You know, yeah. it's one of those So we're dealing with all this stuff. He like has a perfect, the perfect day is planned out so we get to do everything. Perfect jawline all this stuff. Like we got VIP, like front row access to like all of the shows. Um, and then we got to do the meet and greet stuff later. Like I got to meet like Timon and shit. It was it was awesome. <laughs> like, God damn, James Burke got so lucky having you as a friend. I know, I know. <laughs> it was so dope though. But here's the thing: on top of everyone knowing him because he works there, so he knows a lot of people that work there. He is so okay. When you are a Disney person, of which most people, not most people, a lot of people are. All right, sure. Like they, when you got when you're an annual pass holder at Disneyland, right? You'll go, you'll see the shows. It gets to a point where you're like, you watch the show, you're like, ah, that's not good Star-Lord. Like, that's that's the the other Star-Lord. Understudy. And then there's a good Star-Lord. We're like, oh, we got good Pocahontas. We got good whatever. He gave me the whole rundown on, like, how that all works. And, like, uh, I'm not going to get into to all this stuff, but it's, like, it, it's cool where he is um, what, what they have as the media Star-Lord. So for Disney World and the eastern side of America – for the Disney parks and Disney, any Disney situation, he is Star-Lord. All the Star-Lords that they hire are modeled after him. Nice. That's They're cool. Like based after him. Any commercial that Star-Lord's in for Disney, it's him. Any marketing material, brochures, anything, it's him as Star-Lord. I'm like, that's fucking rad. So because of that, he's good Star-Lord. To the point that uh, at one of the meet and greets in Vancouver, I met the uh, best friend that goes to that works at Disney World, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going with uh, one of the Star-Lords. Oh, I hope it's good, Star Lord. And I showed the pictures like it's good, Star Lord. <laughs> and I'm like, this, That's is, cool this shit. is insane. So because of that, Sucks he was shit, Star Lord. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? He was a celebrity at Disney World in the way that like we don't get fucking noticed anywhere. But if we go to E3, we get stopped every yeah. five seconds. Yeah. It's the same thing where everybody knew who he was. But then on top of that, like even fans, yeah, like, or, oh yeah, yeah. attendees, oh, gotcha. attendees wow. that are wow. like that are that are in the shit. That's cool. Are stoked to see him. So we're getting like all these hookups, all the stuff from everybody. And then there's one more layer. So not only does he work there, not only is he the celebrity guy of Star-Lord, he's also one of the most attractive human beings yeah. that I have ever fucking met in my life. Now, and, I, I remember I met him at Comic-Con. Yeah. And he looked so much like Chris Hemsworth yeah. that I just sort of looked at it. I turned to him and I was like, 
I'm just going to start treating you like you're Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> and I geek and out about point. that. I because geek out about you that. add that extra thing of when you're attractive, you get anything you He's want. He's beautiful. And my God, it was amazing. <laughs> now, Nick, I have a story just for you. Was it about, oh. is it about his arms? Because I noticed that he was wearing like uh, oh, one of those like, tank tops the entire yeah, time. Yeah, you got to do it, man. So we go to get lunch at uh, the Navi Pandora station or whatever the hell. Naturally, as one and, does. And as we're eating, the better this, this couple runs up and this girl is shaking to meet him. Freaking the fuck out. Sounds right. And she goes, hey, excuse me, you guys. Um, I'm sorry to be to, to be rude. Oh, first off, he's wearing that outfit, right? The the tank top showing them guns off. Has a cap on and sunglasses. Yeah. He can't be seen. AKA. Oh, the, the Avengers undercover. The MCU yeah. undercover disguise. Yeah. She goes, excuse me, are you Chris Hemsworth? No. Oh. Shit. Nick, can you imagine? I've been like, yes. Can you imagine if, being so good looking yeah. that someone walks up to you shaking, thinking Mistakenly. you're Chris Hemsworth? Well, if you remember one of the Photoshop challenges KFA of, I thought I was Jason Momoa. <laughs> you did. So you, you kind of you already lived that. that. You lived that life. So Kev, Kev, that. Can you bring up? I asked but you. That's two Instagram. <laughs> bring up the the Andrew McLean one. <laughs> You're a fucking moron. I know. I really He's am. He's like, oh, I thought they just, I thought they just uh, photoshopped Jason Moe's tattoos on my arms. Oh, the, other one, the, other one. the other one. The other one. Fuck oh, you, bro. One? Yeah, that's you like his Andrew workout. Joey just, no, I didn't. I said Joey just, the Andrew Giggle. Look, it's right there. Oh, it's, right sorry. it's in the info. Hold on. I already, fuck, where it's, Just, right. Yeah. See what I mean? See what I mean? There it is, Poochie. So, um, there we are. Oh, there you guys are. Look at us. Next to that. It's Adonis. crazy because he wears because right he there, does look like Chris Hemsworth, right there, but, like Chris but when he puts the wig on, he has a little prat to him, which is nice. Like if you go over to him as Star Lord, I don't know. It's a wig. Is that his hair? I, I don't know. He's given the Chris Pratt look but, right there. But anyways, so <laughs> scroll down thing. a bit more. Like yeah, look at him. Like he is freaking Star Lord. That's amazing. That's, crazy. That's insane, dude. Oh, and I would and, never uh, get married. Go through something like look at look. He's pissed <laughs> off down there. <laughs> is that Panama? Who drew that? No. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah. So he he does a whole bunch of the stuff. He looks like Chris Hemsworth right there. Oh my god, it's like the small eyes too. Like he has like the like. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was ridiculous. And on top of that, the coolest guy ever. Like I just I could not believe how much. Like he listens to everything that we do. You think he's gonna like, hear this? Loves KFAF. <laughs> What's up? He's got good taste. Joking, don't worry. He's got good taste. Yeah. Oh, that's um, his, that's him as the uh, in the Frozen stuff. Yeah. So he's Kristoff down there. Last up. up. Kevin just there wanted to get to the jacked part. I get it. Yeah. I get it, Kevin. Um, but anyway. That's so fun. So, fun so life. dope. So dope. Um, and <laughs> if you if you look at his Instagram, you can see him as Tarzan and as a couple other stuff, too, which That's is cool. just insane. But he also has another Instagram because he, he also sing? does personal training stuff. Um, so for the awesome mix thing, it's a lot more dancing. And okay. stuff. He doesn't sing. Um, but yeah, let's just look oh, at this. Oh, that is an actual picture of Chris Hemsworth down there. I was like, he looks no. so much like him, but that's an actual Chris Hemsworth. But yeah. <laughs> Like, he could legit be Jesus. A, a body double or a stunt double for him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. Do you even work out? Jesus. All right. I'm getting a little. Uh, what are you getting? Turn, the, turn the camera <laughs> off. Turn it off. Those Literally, pectorals. Joey saw his picture and she giggled. Yeah. <laughs> Those pectorals are well, insane. I remember the pictures that you sent of him uh, as Thor during Comic-Con. Con like, who is this guy? Yeah, if you go to his Instagram, the Andrew McLean, you can see... Uh, 
if you scroll back far enough, you see him doing a bunch of different cosplay, including Thor, where he met us, and it's cool stuff. Did you see yeah, my him reply and Thor to your Ragnarok tweet? was awesome. The what? Did you see my reply to your tweet? I don't remember. They're like, yeah, I met uh, met uh, Andrew McClane. He like posted a photo of him. I was like, man, reminds reminds me a lot of me, guys. Like, yeah. in the Star <laughs> Lord, just almost as tall. You know what I mean? So, the, is Disney World better than Disneyland? So, I was saying this earlier on some show. It might have been Games Daily. Um, don't fucking walk this fence, dude. Don't sit on this fence. Pick there is no side. sitting on a fence. Pick a side. It's, I, I'm not saying it's better or worse. It is different, and it is a totally different experience. And I'll, here's exactly what I'm saying. It is Disneyland is the greatest hits album. This is 10 different albums. Not 10. Five different albums that are full start-to-finish albums. Sure, there's going to be some deep cuts on those albums that are awesome. Uh, Steamboat Willie World that you're not going to get on the uh, on the greatest hits, right? Did Um, you go to the Hoopty Doo review? (laughs) It's a real thing. Real is thing it? at Disneyland or Disney World. You thing. can never tell no. with Greg. You're like, yeah. did you just make that up? Did you just pull that out of your I head? Did, did you go to Bibbidi Bobbidi World? Was that a, was that a <laughs> did you get a ham steak Zuzu <laughs> No, um, but I, I feel like Disneyland is the greatest hits album. So yeah, it doesn't have a lot of the more, like it doesn't have the full versions of every song yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever. But it's like it is way more condensed, and I think just way more of an enjoyable. One thing to do, whereas Disney World, it's like if you're really into the shit, there's a lot to do, and there's a lot. It's way more spread out. Everything feels way way more immersive and like focused on for what it is. Like Animal Kingdom, for example, um, is beautiful. It's gorgeous. The everything is themed and set correctly. There's a real safari with real animals. I mean, that's fucking weird. But then Pandora, it's and you would have loved it. Like it is just you're transported to a different fucking world with flying mountains from Avatar. And at night, it all lights up that way. And there's just a ton of stuff. If you touch it, it reacts and like causes things to happen in the world. The rides were just insane. Flight of Passage is like the newest Disney ride that's been made. Like five years old, maybe at four. I don't even four think years? it's that old. Like I think it's like three oh, years really? old. Oh, okay. um, I might be wrong, but it's it's very fresh. And it is all the latest technologies, all in one. Where it's like a th- 3D ride, where it's like kind of like soaring over the world, where there's just a giant screen. But you're on, you get on the thing and you you kind of like are mounted like you're riding a motorcycle, but you're on one of the banshees from um, Avatar and it feels like it because you're on the giant screen and it's going down and you're dipping and flying. They put all the smells, they put the, the, the wind, wind and yeah. all that stuff. But what's crazy about this is like it's a thrill ride more than Soren is just kind of like a vista that yeah. looks pretty and you get it, you feel like you're there. You feel like you're really doing it. There's a part where the, the dragon thing kind of lands to take a breath and it just starts going and you feel hot air and like it's pulsating between your legs. Hot. And yeah. it's like, yeah. it's insane where you're like, I'm on a fucking dragon right That's now. That's awesome. Dude. Like it, you believe it so much. And I was just like, man, this is the technology they're going to use for the Millennium Falcon ride and for yeah. the Star Wars stuff at Galaxy's Edge. And I'm like, I, and they're I getting the hotel. They're, we're both getting the hotel. Oh, I thought California wasn't. I yeah, thought, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, both okay. are getting the hotel. Um, Got it. Which is what insane. Is the, what is the hotel? The Star Wars hotel. Oh. It's like a whole role playing thing where. Your whole stay, you're like doing a bunch of different stuff that affects your position in the Star Wars world. Um, and you have like bang Chewbacca. You have like missions and stuff, and yes. like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will be playing the role of Chewbacca. Like Chewbacca. <laughs> the, uh, the the windows are like LED screens, and they make it look like you're in space, like in a spaceport uh, and stuff. Yeah, cool. dude, it's it's like my dream come true, dude. Well, you know what? Maybe but, maybe KFAF will send you there because you know. We honestly, love you. for Star Wars, whatever Galaxy's Edge thing and this thing, every time I hear about, it, I'm like, that sounds really cool. I'd go. We should just do a company trip. 
Well, we I want to go so we'll bad, do that dude. in four years. Yeah, I know because it's like sold out. It's going to be insane. Yeah. But yeah, even mm-hmm. even uh, seeing Galaxy's Edge at Disney World being built and like you see it in the when the is it open distance. there? Um, oh, I, I don't remember. It's not till later this year. Got it. But Got like it. they, I went to Toy Story Land for the first time. That's a new thing. Um, that's Hell on Earth. Like they designed it in a way where there's not that many attractions <laughs> there. Um, <laughs> but it just looks cool. Well, it, it looks that's amazing. A turn. Like, that's a good turn. Around it is like a giant fence, so it's like Andy's backyard. Oh, so like oh, the, the walls is just a fence, and like you, the trees are bushes, and they look like bushes. It's really cool. Um, and so everything you just feel like you're a, a toy. Um, but there's only like two rides. One of them's Toy Story Mania, which we have at Disneyland, which is really cool. It's like the video game one where you shoot stuff, and the other's a Slinky Dog like roller coaster thing. Um, but the problem, the reason it's hell on earth is because there's only two attractions there and they have no, no inside buildings. So it's all oh, outside. Jesus. There is the no shade. Oh no. It is just beating down on you and you could totally tell they did it on purpose to like get you out faster. To, to get people moving through because yeah. it's a new thing. I'm sure terrible. there'll be shade in a couple of years, Oof. but they're just like, nah, y'all can just do what you want. Enjoy. Um, Choke on it. But yeah, man, it, I had such a great time, like doing all the different rides, seeing all the different shows. Like That's it awesome. was, it, it was still weirds me out that, man. that Pandora's a part of Disney. Yeah, I didn't know Avatar and Disney were that close. Well, like, they so weren't, scary. but it's the same thing like when they did Star Tours Fox. back in the day, and but it was way before then, though. Uh, like the Star Tours when they made the Star Wars stuff, that was in like the, the '80s. Yeah, I want to say. Yeah, that was a license deal, and that was a license deal. The license deal with Pandora makes sense. Um, Whenever I would hear people talk about, and now they own all of it. (laughs) When I would hear people talk about the Pandora ride, I always assumed it was like at Universal Studios or Mm. like a different. Yeah, yeah. because I'd I'd always hear back in the day, you know, like oh, Universal Studios has like the cooler rides, and Disney's kind of boring or whatever. Like, and and that's when I went when I was in middle school, and it was cool shit because I, you know, I don't really go to theme parks or whatever. But I always wanted to go to Universal because they had Spider-Man and they yeah. had Back to the Future. Yeah, they yeah, had all Terminator that cool too. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, Pandora is like, it's not just a ride. It's a whole land to itself. Yeah. Um, and it has two different rides. Yeah. Um, if not, you want me to? some little kid stuff I don't really count. Yeah. Um, but that stuff was, was really rad. But there's a lot of weird licensing deals like you're talking about where Universal um, owns the rights to theme parks east of the Mississippi for a bunch of Marvel characters. So they can't have Spider-Man. They can't have what a weird treaty. Doctor Strange or <laughs> Thor or whatever it is. So like they kind of just need to gobble up what they can use. It's uh-huh. just like the the film rights and stuff. Right. So that's why we're getting Marvel Land in um, Disneyland. Oh, yeah. They're not. So there's a bunch of crazy. Just let's shit. fast forward to that, man. I know too many good things. Because again, I'm somebody who like I I don't frequent this stuff a lot. So I don't. Fuck it up, Andy. I just don't know about it a whole lot. Yeah. So like going to Disneyland last year was the first time I'd ever been there and then I haven't been to Disney World I've been to Disney World once and it was when I was like 11 or 12 in middle school and I've just your I brother to... DM me he's trying to take the kids oh really to, yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah I think he was telling me that too I just don't know exactly when he plans on doing that but yeah it just seems like it'd be such you a should blast go. you should go with him if that happens because no I, I can't I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be like several weeks after I'm already gone for oh, a week after RTX that's too bad Yeah, because that's the thing like Disneyland is it can either be hell or if you go with the right people can be like silly fun and like last time I went with Tim and all those I think we went uh, we went for during like VidCon two, like two hours yeah still a blast yeah me and Kevin great. housed a couple churros and what? like we went we did the lightsaber thing the Jedi or not the lightsaber thing it was like the Jedi they play all the trailers and shit Path of the Jedi is that what it was so dope. that was a blast and yeah. again like if I went with if it was like me and my wife we'd be miserable oh, but yeah. you go with the same people and you start seeing it like. Tim, for all intents and purposes, and I don't mean this is offensive, but when you go to Disneyland, you are a child. Yeah, you oh, and, and like when you it. go with someone who's who sees the world oh that God, way, it's I mean, so fucking fun. So am I. Like even like experiencing that card, that's, that that cars ride. Like 
I got emotional thinking like this must be so awesome to be an eight year old experiencing Dude, I mean, this. That, this is that, magic. I tweeted about this, but like seeing all little kids like enjoying it, that's super great. That's super fun. Good for them. I'm very <laughs> fucking jealous. But all of the kids doing the Jedi Academy thing and in Disneyland, it's cool. Disney World, it was like a whole fucking thing. There's just a like fleet of these kids in the in is Jedi. That, where that video came from where the kid was all like, those, yeah, yes. they all come from that. <laughs> kids are fucking doing love. The cooler this. thing than that <laughs> is I I saw probably no joke, twenty to thirty girls between five and ten in Ray costumes just yeah. everywhere, That's awesome. stoked out of their minds seeing an ATAT, and I'm just like, what a world we live in. Yeah. That, like this is just. Like what they're growing up with and what they think is cool. It, it, the whole thing was awesome. And being with Andrew was so cool because there was so much detail and lineage and legacy and care put into all the stuff. And if you go, it's clear. We all have been to Disneyland or World. It's like you see stuff. You're like, you know how much production, how much resources go into it. But being with somebody that like really knows is so cool because we read the blogs and we know all the tricks of like, oh, if you're at Indiana Jones in Disneyland and you pull the the thing down, it will cause spikes to come down. Like stuff like that, right? There's like all these like cool. it's kind of just like <laughs> 19 things you didn't know about Disneyland. Mm, Easter eggs. But that. what's cool about them is when they they play the different characters and stuff, they're in character. They can't break character. Like they are Star Lord. They yeah. are whoever they are. And they have to answer in the ways that is canon to how they would act. And because of that, Disney like teaches them a whole bunch of different um, things to say, things not to say, ways to do things, but also teaches them about the areas they're in, a bunch of tricks that other people don't know. So the cool thing he was telling me is like, since you, it kind of becomes a family and a community of a lot of people that work there, and you kind of just learn a bunch of shit about the different lands from other people. So he's like, like he didn't know about like the Rapunzel stuff because like he just didn't do anything there, but he knows people that worked in that area. So we're like on this random ass little bridge. It's like, it was just a walk bridge. No one would ever stop to think to take pictures or anything. And he was just like, hey, can you find Pascal, who's the little chameleon from uh, oh, yeah. Tangled? And I'm looking and I couldn't find it. And eventually he was like, you want me to show it? And I was like, yeah, and he points. And there's just this little statue of him somewhere in the, the river. I'm like, whoa, that, that's crazy that they decided to just do that. He's like, there's 14 of them right here. Try to find him. That's oh, awesome. Shit. And we just start looking at it, and they're all over. And he's like, the cooler thing is. They're just blending in? They're just, they're just like, they're chameleons. So yeah. it's like, there's these statues that are just there. They're not moving or anything. They're yeah. just there. And the cooler thing is like, and in typical Disney magic, Pascal's only one chameleon. So you're never going to see two of them in one eyesight. Oh, that's cool. So that's if you crazy. see him, he's there. He's not there. But then when you see him there, he's not there. Yeah. Oh my God, it's like Schrodinger's so cat. Cool. And it's like, like that this. is so cool. So I just spent a weekend with that times a thousand the entire time. Yeah. Like every little thing like had some story to it, some like crazy stuff. I just, I love it, man. It was like I, so cool. I had the this sort of dumbest feeling when I, I and a Rudio best friend, he always, he's got tickets to the Galaxy's Edge. Like he was in there yeah. and he, I think he's going to be there whenever the fuck it opens. It opens um, like this week. Yeah. And I, I was, you know, super jealous because my initial thought was, Fuck! I wish I can go the first day or the first week you don't want that. because you don't it, want that. yeah. But in my head, I'm thinking, yeah. But I bet you it's like it's not going to be as cool a month from now. And I was like, no, of course it is. They give a sh they care. Yeah, they dude. care about this. So, but for some reason, I'm thinking in my head, uh, like shit will be broken and like it, things will Should whatever be broken. Yeah, that's the well, mother Disney magic. Yeah, the magic. Yeah, the, car, the cars right there. You know, so much shit always goes yeah. wrong. But. That is your episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast for today. Gentlemen, thank you guys for joining it. Greg had to jump off. He has a call right now. Uh, and we want to go into our post show for our patrons out there. Uh, but if you're watching this, uh, leave a comment. Let us know if uh, you're not on the fence. Which one's better, Disneyland or Disney World? And if it's on the West Coast, it's probably the best coast. Don't be like Tim. Don't be on the fence. Time, Make a decision. Time. Make a G-darn 
decision. Uh, of course, if you guys want to watch our pre and post show on uh, this podcast and hear about, we're probably going to tell more Disney stories. I'm going to tell the story of the first time I ever went on the Indiana Jones ride, like the first year it opened, because it was really, really awesome. Terrifying. And that's how fucking old I am. I love it. Uh, if you guys want to hear that, go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny and back us at that tier. Uh, we love you very, very much. And if you're watching this for the first time or you're seeing this over on Rooster Teeth, hey, come over to uh, YouTube and subscribe to our channel because we got a lot of great stuff and you want to see it right when it's fresh. You know, when it's funky and fresh, even though we <laughs> post it right at the same time on Rooster Teeth. Uh, until next week, it has been our pleasure to serve you.